Okay, forget the fun and games. It's time to get serious. And for dads to be truly inspired, they need to be truly wired. With an email address, you can tap into 20 million other computers on a worldwide system called the Internet. You can send and receive mail to and from people all over the world. Dad can log on 24 hours a day and find out what the email mailman has dropped off. Just read my email. Also, Dad can communicate with people live anywhere in the world by typing on the keyboard. You can join a live discussion group and exchange information about a favorite hobby. Or ask the locals in Europe for travel tips. Or just stay in touch with friends. For example, I just found out about a World War II bomber pilot who lives alone and likes to swap war stories with other veterans over his online service. As a Father's Day gift, you might offer a startup subscription to one of the online services. To get started, you can subscribe to a simple Get Me Online service like Delphi for $12 a month, or to Netcom for $17.50 a month. To get connected, you need a computer and a modem. A modem typically costs from $50 to $300, and many now come with a free introductory subscription to one of the online services. Or for less than $10 a month plus usage fees, you can subscribe to a special service such as America Online, Genie, Prodigy, or CompuServe. Each service has its own easy-to-use graphical interface and offers special features such as news, stock prices, business services, and sports results. Remember, each service will charge a monthly fee and an hourly connection cost. But once Pop gets off his analog couch and gets his license to cruise the info bond, he just might become a digital dad. It's that time of the year, you know? No, this time of year is over. Oh, I uh, thought it was still July. Last week, a week ago, famously, we celebrated the 4th of July on this podcast. One week later, uh-huh. I'm still just, you know, pulling plastic and bottle rocket sticks and just general detritus out of, our buttholes. Out of every fucking corner of my yard. Oh. I'm trying to, like, fucking mow my grass or something. I just... Got to pull- rake up fucking trash, like... Three times a week, the shit just keeps blowing into my yard. Nobody was even lighting off fireworks on my block, 4th of July. This is fucking, my property is just covered in it. Grow up, people. Yeah. Fucking grow up. We used to be those It's like people. the 14th of July at this point. Quit lighting off fucking fireworks, you sure? nincompoops. Once half over? Jesus. What's happening? Yeah. America's doing well, though, now, though, right? Yeah, things are on the up Gas and up other like than that. Four ninety nine now. It's oh, gone man. down. You're, you it's good. don't even don't even talk to me about gas. I had to fill up the other day. Who? Who doggy? Fucking just watching those numbers spinning. Oh doggy. Thanks. It's like I was watching Joe. a cartoon and somebody had gotten hit over the head with a sledgehammer and suddenly their eyes turned into slot machines. That's what it looked like when I was Yama, watching those numbers spinning cuz I go to analog gas stations. There's mm-hmm. not digital readouts mm-hmm. on uh, the, the thing anymore when I'm yeah. when I'm pumping my gas. Like Keeping it old school. The number's ticking. 
Keeping it old school. That's why you're here at Baby Oiled and Blow. I shoot them up, laugh them up, tear them down, blow them up. Mm-hmm. And anything in between them up, yeah. feel them up, have a good time. I don't know. I'm sold. Yeah, I'm one half of your hosts. I am Matt O. With me as always. Mm-hmm. We haven't really referenced anything, so I don't know. You can be the... Uh, you can be the Nye Mets to my Nye Yankees. You are Nate Adams. Ahoy, hoy, everyone. America. Uh, just baseball teams. Baseball. I got, I got those references right there mm-hmm. for, for, for sure. A uh, little little housekeeping uh, to do as Empire. far as the podcast goes. You know, like uh, uh-huh. people got these podcasts and they're all like, uh, oh, uh, follow us on social media or keeping you up to date on the social, like, like and do this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I don't think we're just even going to do any of that stuff anymore, no. quite frankly. like Instagram was the only one of those things I could still look at, yeah. and now they've just changed that so much in the last couple of fucking weeks that it's just unusable. Yeah, I can't look at it. It just okay. makes me mad, gives me seizures. So I don't know. I guess we're going to be the podcast with no social media now. I'll keep it up, but it's going to be a lot more infrequent, and it's, it's not going to make much sense. You want some updates? Text us. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a call. Write us a letter. Yeah. Really use that email that we put out there, damn it. It's the only thing Nate's checking from now on. Definitely not going on Instagram anymore. I'm going to post I don't want to watch your daughters doing thumbs do. out Elaine Bennis dances while like words come up on the screen. And then the yeah. other half of it is ads. Yeah. What happened to all this shit I followed? Yeah. You're just not going to show me any of that stuff anymore? No, they don't. No, yeah, fuck. They really don't. Gear it all that shit. Oh, social media is done. I'm fucking the old man now who's just not on social media anymore. I'm going yeah. to fucking get there and be that. It's it's overdue, quite frankly. Yeah. You need to join like a farmers only or something like that. <clears throat> Spend your online time there. What's that? Like just like gay farmers cornholing each other? I thought it was a dating site, but oh. you might be onto something. Oh, uh, this sounds good. You might be on it. Tell you what, what, there. what I'm on what, right now. Crack cocaine. I'm, I'm, I'm on this action movie Mount Rushmore thing oh, yeah. that we've been doing a fucking month. Who did we do last week? For for years now, we've been doing it. Last week, uh, we started it off hot with a big anniversary of a JCVD Ooh. movie. So uh, that's one head of the Mount Rushmore down. I and saw. Got to move on to one of the other three. I saw some What's trailer going to be for a new Bloodsport this well today. A uh, new Bloodsport trailer dropped today. I don't know if it dropped today. And it has Jean-Claude Van Damme in it? Yeah. And Does Chun-Li. it have Sasha Mitchell in it? The Code no. Man? No, I don't think so. Oh, wait, so. that was Kickboxer. He that was, was in Kickboxer, the Kickboxer yeah. sequel. They never made a Bloodsport sequel, did they? Bloodsport Redux. This is, this, this, is he playing like uh, Frank, Frank Dukes? Dukes? Yeah, is doesn't okay. put up your Dukes. Because I know he, like, he was showing up in those late Kickboxer sequels, but not yeah. as his original character. He was like... A new character now I'm the old master, and I was yeah. like, that doesn't doesn't fucking make any sense. Is ogre That's not how you build a cinematic universe? Is ogre alive? I can't imagine ogre would still be alive in 2022. You know, at the very right? least, that guy stormed the Capitol on January 6th, yeah. and like, uh, was got he the a lot guy? Of legal stuff going the, on right the now. Bear? It's too busy. The to, Bearhead could have been. Is that him? Too busy to be in Bloodsport uh. too. That guy, he was. His stint as the QAnon Viking or whatever yeah. has got him in some hot water. We'll, we'll investigate more 
Who's uh? You, what, you, we're on you, week you, two. You, you watching any of those uh, January sixth trial things? Some of the updates, some of the headlines. No, I I do not pay attention to oh. news at all. Yeah, good on you. It yeah. turns out, yeah, they've got a, uh, they've got. They've got receipts, man. Oh. They've got receipts on all that shit. Oh, who's in trouble? None of it was a mistake. Everybody oh. from Donald Trump down. Like, oh. it's, all, it's all there in black and white. Did they incite it, are you telling me? Uh, it's a, it's a, not only incited, but literal, like, drawn-out plans and instructions to various Overthrow extremist the groups. Yes. Well, that's weird. <laughs> Some, and is, Here's my question. I'm not saying anybody's actually going to get in trouble. I was going to say, I'm is anything going to happen? I'm just saying, it's all there. In, in the, they've got more hard evidence than uh, I think even the most optimistic among us uh, imagine. But we're not talking no. about that. We're talking about uh, real America, America of the 1980s and 1990s before fucking you know got taken over by all this stupid bullshit. Reagan's America. Yeah, is what we're talking about. So we got to talk about one of the great heroes of the era. Mm. Uh, this week we're moving on to Sylvester Stallone. He's going to be the second God head bless on him. Our Mount Rushmore. God here. bless him. However, I Matt, probably give him the. There we go. Yeah, we did address it last week. We've got a, a little twist we're doing on mm. our Mount Rushmore theme this year for July. Not just only doing a JCVD, a Stallone, a Seagal, and a Schwarzenegger. We're doing two handers. Yeah, each one of our guys up there, double billing, right next to somebody else. Yeah. So uh, where does that lead us to? You, you, you might wonder. When, when has there ever been a time when Sylvester Stallone was up there next to somebody, fucking standing right? shoulder to shoulder? Uh, You're thinking maybe know, snipes and demolition, man. Yeah, but we, we already, already talked about that, right? We already talked about that one. The, Look what in the, the archives. I don't. Know. Oh man, are we doing? We're doing Schwarzenegger separately, so it's not like we could be doing. Oh. Like Can't that locked-in movie Can't or whatever. That. That's right. Like, you what, guessed it. What, We're doing him and De Niro as old man boxers and whatever oh. that movie was called. Oh, God. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. That looked depressing. I never yeah. never had the heart to watch that one. Yeah. Mostly because I hate bull whatever. It's getting to, uh, bull. It's getting to the rundown it's here this week. Uh, the rundown is brought to us by America Online, your premier uh, source for interweb connectivity. Oh. Uh, you go down to the Kroger all this month, uh-huh. uh, you're giving away CD-ROMs with Ooh. one free month trial membership. A whole free month? America Online, when you check out at the Kroger. So How many hours is that, roughly? Uh, I don't know. I just... When you hundreds of hours subtract of all the time, you're just trying to connect with all those modem noises going, and then like your mom picks up the phone downstairs, and then it disconnects again, and then you... Mom, try to get on the modem! It's... It's a lot of hours, as, as mm. it turns out, because there's, there's there's a lot of connectivity stuff. Well, you got to get to the boards. But uh, America Online has brought us a uh, little podcast review here of one of the great internet movies of the 1990s, I oh. would say. We're talking Assassins from 1995. This is a film with I had forgotten when I put this one on our yep. schedule. Yep. A ridiculous runtime of 133 minutes. That's a lot. Just an egregious, outrageous, That's two scandalous runtime. I could have made Marvel you movie long. two movies called Assassins if you gave yeah. me 133 minutes. I would have had Assassins and Assassins 2 there. Or maybe you would have done Assassins minutes. and Assassin, the prequel. That sounds like a good one. Yeah. Uh, it's all about Nikolai, whatever the fuck. Nikolai. We'll get into that. Yeah. This is a film with a budget of $50 million. Mm-hmm. 
Gross came back $83.3 million. 83. Hit. I saw some people calling this like a big bomb when I was looking for reviews and shit. And I was like, it's not a bomb. It made a little bit of money. Yeah. Yeah. It made a little bit of money. I think uh, they had to wait a little bit on the return. Rotten Tomatoes has us at 16%. That's not uh, very, that, high, not very at all. high. Audiences, though, liked it a little bit more. They're up to 45%. That's better. Weirdly, uh, these probably came later on. These are these are people who were able to look at it in a rear view. Cinema score mm. B. Solid B oh, cinema okay. score there. So, right, so time's been kind to I think it. time's been kind to Assassin's yeah. is what's happening here. Director of this film, uh, big name, uh, legend of the era, Richard Donner. Ah, on this one. Donner party. We talked about his Lethal Weapon. We talked about his Lethal Weapon 2. He is now a Triple Crown winner. This guy, of course, you also know him for things like Superman 2, the Donner Cut, mm. uh, the tearjerker drama Radio Flyer, I know you're a big fan yeah, of. So much so. And uh, three yeah. episodes of Gilligan's uh, Island. It's more Cuba Gooden Jr.'s The Retarded Guy with the I radios, so, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's something yeah, about love that. that movie. Um, Hi-yo! Three episodes of Gilligan's Island this Ooh. guy did. Season one, episode two. Second episode ever of Gilligan's Island. Home Sweet wow. Hut. And that one, the castaways fight over their living arrangements as a violent storm approaches. Ooh. Season one, episode six. President Gilligan, where the skipper what? and Mr. Howell compete for leadership on the island by being named Presidents. When the castaways cast their votes, though, the result is surprising. Sounds like they vote for Gilligan. Is what it sounds they like on that bad. island. Also, he did season one, episode twenty, pretty late in that first season. Mm. Saint Gilligan and the Dragon. Oh, and this one, the women on the island feel disrespected, so they decided to go off on their own without the help of the men. But which okay. side will cave in first and admit that they need or miss the other? Ooh. That one sounds delightful. Yeah, Probably of, pretty relevant as far as the gender issues that she's bringing up. Yeah, Gilligan was trying to ban abortion. Uh, rightly so. Those girls were just willy-nilly with it on that island. Yeah. Fucking, if, the professor was making coat hangers out of coconuts yeah. every other day. It, was just, it had gotten out of control. And if, uh, you know, Mr. Howell wants to throw one into you, in you, that's on him. That's right. And Lovey is his property, so. Lover. Uh, writers of this film? Why is this one of the great internet movies of the 1990s, yeah. Matt? Uh, fucking those Wachowski ladies wrote it. That's why. I didn't see their names so there's anywhere, fucking uh, Matrix bullshit all over this fucking this type thing. They had, like, Andy Wachowski and, like, you know, Lanny Wachowski. Yeah, it's, 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 that's just pseudonyms they went under. Those were their pen names before, uh, oh. later on in the career. They, oh, they used dudes' names to get ahead? Yeah, you got to in this. Okay. It's a shrewd little move. I'm not very familiar with them. Uh, they made all those Matrix bullshit movies. Oh, that's uh, why I don't They know uh, also wrote Cloud Atlas. Oh, uh, that's why I do know them, with Ju- Tom Hanks. Jupiter Ascending. Hallie, another Barry. Oh, with... With Channing Tatum, another, I think and Mia, one, Mia Kunis. Maybe like a, is, is there a Those common thread here that movies. we're uh, getting where they like to write overly long, overly complicated for no reason movies? Maybe oh. what's going here? Which one was Eddie Rainmane, Redmane? And... I think that was that Jupiter Ascending one. But yeah, I, yeah, I so. no. Also, Speed Racer uh, doesn't oh. need a reassessment is maybe a classic we missed out on. No? Internet, I've seen a lot of you saying that. It's just a really bad movie. Oh. We thought it was a bad movie when it came out. It's still a bad movie. Fucking you Twitter weirdos. Is it the guy who died in that one or the guy whose career died in that one? I think everybody involved in that one came out dead in some way or another, oh. whether metaphorical or What about or the monkey? And the monkey was all CG. Are you kidding me? What? Stars of this film, Matt. Oh. Number one, Sylvester Stallone. He's the fucking head on our mountain. He's playing Robert Rath. 
the greatest assassin in the world. Who? And we're not going to go over this guy's credits anymore. We've done no. it a million times. We've talked about it a million times. We've talked so, about him a lot. Machine Gun Joe Viterbo in Death Race 2000. Sure Cosmo is. Carboni in Paradise Alley. He always plays yeah. a big, dumb Italian. This is what's yeah. going on here. He's a mook. Wow. That's like your opinion, man. Number two. Equal billing in this one. We said this is a two-hander right there here. It goes. Who do we got? But Antonio Banderas in this movie is Miguel Bain. Maybe the new greatest assassin in the world? No, too mark? sexy. Maybe, question mark? I'm too sexy. Sure. He might be. He's certainly number two. Number two with a bullet. I think this is the first time we've talked about him on this say, podcast. Weirdly, I don't think we've done a Banderas movie. Welcome, Antonio. Yeah, so uh, you know him, of course, as boxer Cesar Dominguez in Play It to the Bone. Mm. You remember that one? Is that with uh, Woody Harrelson? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I was having trouble remembering what that was. Yeah. It was the one with Woody I Harrelson. I watched it. I, I don't think I ever did. You get some nice... You might have. Somebody shows some nice cans in it. Woody Harrelson? Could be. Mm. He, uh, of course, played the character... Gregio Cortez in mm. Spy Kids, oh, Spy Kids Two, goodness. Island of Lost Dreams, and Spy Kids one. Three, Game Over. That one. Which? How do you rank? What's your ranking of the Spy Kids movies? Um, well, you know, the first one's the sexiest one. Mm. You know, without question. Yeah, the second one. Who's the Spy know. Kids mom? Is it a Carla Gugino? There's somebody attractive in there. Oh, she wasn't famous enough when that first one started. I don't know. Either way. It's probably Sybil. Either way, most importantly, Antonio Banderas, of course, got his big break. He got to play El Mariachi in Desperado, a movie wherein he was allowed to touch Salma Hayek's bare boobs. Good God. Living the dream. What a lucky guy. Living the dream. You like uh, Desperado or you like El Mariachi, the first I like one. Desperado a lot better. And I know yeah. that's not like the hipster answer. Yeah. It's like, oh, El Mariachi, the original like uh, street-level gritty indie movie. I'm like, that one's a little boring for my taste. Um, a little boring for my taste. I haven't seen it in a real long time, so I couldn't, re- couldn't recall. Couldn't give you an honest opinion. That third one. Yeah. That one's a piece of shit. Where Once Upon a Time in Mexico That's right, with Johnny yeah. Depp? I only saw that one time, but I remember mm. it being a real piece of shit. I like to think that that movie doesn't exist and mm, pretend that mm. the third one is uh, that, that Mexican movie with uh, The Brad Mexican? Pitt. Yeah. That's a that's a fine and film. Sandra Bullock? Fine film. Is that Sandy B in that one? Mm, possibly. Probably. I think Tony Soprano has a good turn in that one, if I remember. Paul, wow. Hey, Polly Walnuts died, huh? Yeah. Rest in peace to that fucking uh, guy. Yeah. He was know. Was he ever stuff, anything before right? he was Polly Walnuts? I think. You think like in the 60s yeah. or whatever, but then they kind of dug him up. I don't mm-hmm. know. Loved him as Polly Walnuts. Very, very oh, charming. Oh, you telling me? I mean, jeez. Matt, so many Julianne Moore is in this movie. If we're doing two-handers. If there's a third Ooh. star here, she's she's kind of up there in the billing she is. right here. She's playing Electra. Oh, that's a cool A name. hilarious mid-90s hacker cliche. Yep. Uh, of course, she was Connie Stone in the movie Cast a Deadly Spell, mm-hmm. which was a TV movie from the 80s. There was a noir detective story, but in a world where everyone could do magic. Well, that's fun. It's weird. Yeah, I watched it a couple years ago. It was kind of fun. Uh, Fred Ward's the star in that one. So, oh, it's Fred Ward doing a gritty detective thing, and people can like throw lightning bolts at each other. This is Sign worth me watching. Up. She was Marlene Craven in early '90s erotic thriller *The Hand That Rocks the Cradle*. Ooh. Some good Rebecca De Mornay in that movie. She's fucking crazy. Rebecca De Hornet. That's right. 
Uh, she played Audrey in the underrated Tim Meadows starring vehicle, The Ladies Man, the which I know you're a big man. fan of. Also, uh, of course, uh, one of the many roles she got naked in, playing avant-garde artist Maude Lebowski in The Big Lebowski. This chick, yeah. always getting naked in her movies, Matt. Yeah. Always getting naked, and we appreciate her for that. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good for peoples. Not a lot of other people in this movie, of no. any note, other than those three. Yeah. Number, spent all their one money. One I got, uh, who I recognized, Kelly Rowan. Not to be confused with Kelly Rowland. Oh, yeah. Destiny's Child. Yeah. Kelly Rowan. She's a white bitch. She plays Electra's neighbor who gets slapped around by her husband. Oh. She was the wine-pounding uh, wife on the OC. That's, that's mm. how I know her. Also, Peter Pan's hot mom in the brief flashbacks in Hook when he's remembering like, oh, I was a little baby and I had a hot mom. Uh, also, uh, Annie and Candyman Farewell to the Flesh. Ooh. She's a pretty... The sequel doesn't get as much play as it should, I feel like. Decent sequel, that's I don't think I've Annie. seen it. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. It's not really out there. Candyman. Also, uh, I know you're going to remember this. This is definitely something you saw. She played the character Rachel on season six, episode four of Growing Pains. Daddy Mike. And this one, Mike goes to a meeting for single parents with Eddie and becomes infatuated with a single mom. But soon he starts to feel guilty about lying to her about being a father. Ah. Sounds like a great Mike plotline, man. Mike Seaver. Sounds like a great Mike plotline. Always looking for Poon, but... At the end of the day, just too nice a guy. Yeah. Well, he's always got a few moments there where he's just a total scumbag for yeah, a while. Yeah. Usually, old old dad comes in and shames him into being. Yeah, now, Mike, I know you and Boner banging milfs. <laughs> That's exactly. Like, I have vague memories of that episode. That's exactly how that episode goes. Yeah. Steve Cahan is a guy I recognize in this movie. He plays Alan Branch, the guy who gets murdered in the swamp. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I know him is because he's the captain in the Lethal Weapon movies. But oh. then also he was the captain in the opening sequence of Demolition Man, which I forgot. Oh. Then also he's a sergeant in Predator 2. So this guy's a Grand Slam winner like a few times over here. Wow. Uh, speaking of captains, though, he also played a captain in Free Willy 2, The Adventure Home. Sure, yeah. Also, he played Joe Daly in Season 5, Episode 18 of Hill Street Blues. The episode's called El Capitan. And that one... Calatano is in charge of the hill when Ferrillo takes part in a precinct captain's retreat. Hunter's stolen RV turns into a hostage situation. Garibaldi confronts Goldblum about his new relationship wow. with Gina Srignoli. <laughs> Does that sound like a bunch of nightmare Italian bullshit yeah, or what? Yeah, sure do. <laughs> I don't really remember Hill Street Blues. It was too boring when I was a little kid to ever sit My through it. Parents were big fans of sounds it. Like, sounds like every character on that show is a fucking greasy Italian. That, that fucking theme song, though, that's a great depressing oh, one theme of the, song. Oh, one of the old... That was why it was an instant channel changer for me. Yeah. It's on my Mount Rushmore of instant channel changer theme songs up there with Taxi and Mesh. I love those songs. I know, because you're in a bad place. Oh. I think everybody else in this movie is kind of just a generic old white guy or a European or something. Pretty I much. Know, I didn't really recognize anybody else. Yeah. Tagline of this film. In the shadows of life, in the business of death, one man found a reason to live. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. That's heavy, bro. <laughs> 
plot of this synopsis uh, thing. Uh, turns out uh, my copy pasting didn't work because I just got the tagline oh. again. Oh, okay. But uh, we'll just uh, there's an old assassin and yeah. a new young assassin who wants to become the new great assassin. Assassins must assassin. In the middle of it, a all over the world. Sexy computer hacker. Watch out! There's a redhead <laughs> who can be the assassin. Is she really? Is Find it all out natural. In the spoiler alert, assassin. We've talked about her big bush before in shortcuts. Bullet points is the next thing we do on the podcast where we go through our notes. We talk about all the things that stood out to us as we were watching the film. Matt, this was a long one. Sure was. So I know you got to have in-depth, just like pages and pages Kept of it brief, notes. man. You gotta, just a short page of notes. Okay, well, you just want to run through them all and we'll call it a day on this podcast. Yep. Let's go. Speed read through all Right through it. Here we go. Okay. All right. Rambo's still haunted. (laughs) Uh, Haunted by memories. Ghost of Colonel Troutman is how this movie opens. Yep. (sighs) I think. No. First shot is steam coming across a shot of the full moon. And I was like, is the right movie starting? Did I actually start a werewolf movie? Is that what's going on here? Yeah. Then it's all black and white. And we're seeing clocks. And we're in like... 1940s Havana or something, nah. and I'm like, once again, is this the right movie? Because this is—I don't remember Assassins being a period piece. What the fuck are we watching? Right, a lot of shots of dramatic birds taking flight and stuff. John Wooey, it's very John Wooey. Uh, whatever's happening in this opening scene comes back later, but it's yeah. just completely out of context. Sure know? is, and also remains completely out of context until like. The last four minutes of the movie. Yeah. So it's just a, bo- a boring way to open the movie. Probably could have gotten to it later. Yeah. Or just like maybe a couple seconds of it interspersed here and there rather than just this yeah. out of context. Am I in the right fucking movie chunk of bullshit right here? Because it jumps right from there to Rambo doing a job in the swamp. I did like the flourish though, where like the guy in the linen suit gets shot by a sniper and then like camera comes up and then it turns from black and white into color and it's like ooh Richard Donner you're doing some fucking flourishes here this is gonna be like your Wizard of Oz probably he's doing artwork he's making sure this is a piece of art man so yeah we're in the swamp Uh, Stallone's got the uh, captain from Lethal Weapon out and trudging him through the swamp he's clearly just gonna kill him and leave him dead in the swamp and he's all like, eh, we're done. yeah, he's like, doing the typical begging, like whatever the contract is, I'll double it, man. It never the, works. Yeah, you can tell he's been around the block though. He's like, oh man, listen to me, I sound like a mark. Yeah, Stallone's just like, uh, just a big dumb idiot uh, in a fancy suit, but uh, like with rubber galoshes on, just yeah. listening to this guy fucking motor mm-hmm. mouth. This is one of those like. Stallone's gonna dress classy and like uh, keep his like uh, verbiage brief. Yeah. So you think he's like a studied, smart, like a sophisticated I like when he does these man. Roles. <laughs> I fucking love it. When he I always does these buy roles. it. He always I buy it so had hard. Such a bug in his fucking up his ass where uh, he wanted to just be bought as like a smart intellectual. I, I'm in telling all you, of man. His and I'm there for it, hook, line, and sinker. I'm like, that's how this guy is. So either way, we like <laughs> this guy also just like starts letting us know through his monologue what a great guy Stallone is like yeah. I know that you're like an assassin but you're a great assassin with like gold, you know you've got laws that you follow rules codes. that you move by <laughs> this guy's living on codes but uh, yeah. yeah so it's just like don't worry Stallone is the good guy don't think we're going in any sort of like morally gray two yeah. assassins doing interesting things nah. this is just a simple ass bad guy good guy movie yeah 
So yeah, Stallone's like, since I'm such an assassin with the heart of gold, I'm going to give you a pistol with one bullet in it. Just let you off yourself, man. Yeah. Put, put your fate in your own hands, which he says, goodbye, old friend, before he blows his head off goodbye. to Stallone. Oh, he says it to Stallone. Goodbye, <laughs> Stallone's just silent this whole fucking time. <laughs> uh, but I, I just want to point out when this guy fucking dies, mm-hmm. we get our first excellent silencer noise oh yeah this movie is all about the silenced gunshots you don't hear one single ass gunshot because these are assassins man they're doing things in the shadows and it's like it's different than the other suppressed noises you get in other movies movies go completely over the top and ridiculous with what silencers are (laughs) like the idea that there's anything that just makes a gun not make any noise but this movie, more than any other fucking movie I've ever yeah. seen, is just like, we're going full on sci-fi with yeah. what a silencer does on a fucking gun. Just, it's literally just like a mouse fart every yeah. time. And there's like thousands of rounds shot off over the course of this film. And every you don't time, hear them. you just get that little poof, poof, fucking crazy, crazy. So they, they really put somebody to work. Like, we need you to invent a whole new thing of what bullets can sound like, man. Hey, You're going to get an Oscar for this sound design shit. Guess what, Nate? What's up? Now it's time to kill the brother. Was murder at a funeral right yeah. after this? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we got to kill a guy. Um, well, first Stallone is on the internet. Yeah. And he gets some printouts of like who he's got to kill yeah. next from his employer. On they're, his old ass Apple. They're chatting on the online. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, here's a image of a guy you got to kill. And Stallone's like, okay, I see him. Yeah. Let me just print this out for posterity. So I can hold it to a window. <laughs> and he holds it up to the window. And circle his eyeballs. And it's just a close-up of the guy's face. But Stallone then takes a red marker and puts a red circle around his face. Yeah. Just like like those dumb internet memes That's now. Where like you get what the joke is in the thing, but then the person who made the meme still circles it just so you know the fucking joke. Like The yeah. movie's like, just in case you don't get it, viewers, this is the guy who's going to die in the next scene. And then they cut immediately to a close-up of his face from the close-up of the face of pictures. Like, this is the guy. It's this, happening here. now. Yo. Have, have you ever here. watched a movie before? This have you, is the uh, guy. Uh, pay attention. Pay attention. The Wachowskis are the first ones to ever write a movie. No one understands. This is, uh, how they're uh, how they're approaching all this. So uh, this yeah. seems to be a highly publicized funeral. Uh, the guy we're killing is in a whale, wheelchair or whatever. I didn't really pay attention to who he is or what significance he might have. Uh, He's I don't, Alan Branch's brother. I don't... Okay, so... Nothing. None of this has anything to do with or the he's plot. Alan Branch. I don't know <laughs> these early these early murders or whatever. They're the branches, though. They're Either just, way, they're just jobs. It's a uh, it's a it's a cute little way to yeah, introduce. There's somebody a funeral else. here. Stallone shows up. He's got like a fake cast on his arm with like a, a I'm sure highly silenced uh, gun inside of it, and he's just gonna shoot through this little cast and then be like, oh, I don't know how that guy died. Is, is what's is what his plan is here, but uh, before he can do it. Fucking the guy he's gonna kill is dead. Yeah, because some very very silent bullets you couldn't hear ripped open his fucking chest before Stallone could do anything. No, and everybody's knew. like, "Oh my god, what the happened?" The priest had to be like, "Yo, that guy just got killed." This guy just got killed or something. Everybody's looking around. Everybody's freaking out. Stallone because he's like a super trained assassin is like, "Yeah, well, he's I know best I, in the world. I know exactly where these bullets came from. It was over there." It was that greasy, swarthy, Latin-looking man dressed sure. up as a groundskeeper. Somebody has a suppressed gun. Yeah, for sure. 
So Stallone clocks that Antonio Banderas has entered the fucking fray here. Hell yeah. He's undercut him. He's stolen the fucking contract. Too sexy. And uh, fucking, he, he basically just did his job. He's going to get the payday. Stallone's not going to. Um, That's, that sucks. That yeah, was for sucks. Two, 200K, man. Yeah, for sure. But what happens here is like, that I don't really get. Like, if I was Stallone and I was like an assassin and somebody else showed up and like did the fucking hit before me, I'd be like, yeah. oh, fuck, this thing's foobar. I got to get the fuck out of yeah. here. Stallone's like, I got to follow that guy and get in a shootout with him in public. Yeah. To what end? What is he trying to accomplish here? Well, clearly, you don't want to be number one. I, this is this, instantly. He's just like, "Fuck, this guy's trying to take my position." Yeah, he number knows. One. I gotta go. I gotta go take him out here. He knows. I gotta d- reveal myself in front of all these people by getting in a shootout with it's this guy. at the while top. there's dozens and dozens of eyeballs everywhere. And policemen, policemen, bodyguards are getting killed here. Yeah. These guys are just like crouching behind fucking headstones, taking shots at anything. Stallone eventually leads uh, Banderas over to a point where he's pinned down. It's either like give yourself up to the cops or like poke your head out and get shot by me. So that's what he's got to do. He gets taken down, handcuffed. They're making a lot of eye contact with each other right here. Like, I know you fucked me, motherfucker. I know you fucked me, motherfucker. We got got fucking grudge right now. We got some serious beef going on right here. Grudge him. So uh, they take Banderas away, and uh, it's weird because they Mm. like fucking like throw on the lights i feel like and are just like driving him out of there at like high speed yeah <laughs> but like he's subdued he's disarmed he's in the back of the squad car he's handcuffed it's just like they're flooring it through the city like we got to get this guy to the police station before i don't i don't oh, know what i don't know what, what's, what's right. gonna happen nobody knows who he is at this point he's just some fucking dude who was running through a funeral with a Caused a lot of problems. It caused a lot of problems. So th- we've like forced a car chase, basically, is what's happening. Here. Right. We've just gone into a car chase for no fucking reason. We're all better for it. We're all better for it. Because at this point, the movie's like moving. And I'm like, yeah. all right, movie, just fucking get me into the next action scene. I'm right. cool with this. Uh, we learned that Banderas has some excellent assassin training as well. Cause sure does. He doesn't stay in those handcuffs for no. very long, Matt. He dislocates his thumb. Oh, I was wincing. I was wincing. slips that shit. cuff. Then he, like... Looked so cool. Kicks through the passenger door, <laughs> the driver's side window that he's in in the back. Yeah. And just leans his whole body out, and then I think just reaches in <laughs> yep. the driver's side. And breaks like, the driver's neck. Breaks the driver's neck, and then the you car crashes it. and flips. It's cool. Like, okay. That's pretty cool. <laughs> those, those cops aren't very good at their jobs. Uh, just nah. driving with the window down, his arm, like, uh, hanging out, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what these, these fucking cops are doing here, but... Big accident, car flips, he's fucking loose right now. Right. Definitely done this shit before. He oh, exactly yeah. what he's done a thousand times. Stallone's driving around just listening to his fucking CB radio. Yep. Here's this shit's going down. He's like, oh, fuck. That guy's loose. That's the guy. I gotta fucking peel out, turn this car on a dime and get there. Because, yep. I don't know, he's a bad guy and I'm a good guy and it's my duty to take him down or he whatever. He knows he's gonna be coming for his number one position. Okay, yeah, this is some some grudge going here. Uh, yeah. I guess yeah, he he senses this guy must want to be the number one assassin, which yeah. means he's going to kill me because that's the only way he can do it. This this is they've got some like John Wick lore going on in the world of assassins here or something that they don't really let us in on it. It, it feels like it's like Sith shit. Like in order to yeah. be the next Sith, you got to kill the previous one or something. Pretty much. Pretty much. So uh. 
he goes over there and it's just like suddenly nighttime. Yep. And Stallone's just doing that thing where he's driving around just looking for the guy, which happens in a lot more movies. (laughs) Since we started this podcast, a lot more movies than I realized. A scene where just a guy's just like, got to find somebody else. I'll just drive around loops in this gigantic city and hope that I come across him. You know, the internet really ruined that plot device. Yeah, you you don't see much driving around in movies anymore. No. Aimless driving. Stallone's like, all right, it's nighttime. I've been driving around for hours, clearly. Let me get a second plan. So he uh, rear-ends a fucking taxi cab driver. That guy gets out. He's like, hey, I'm a fucking taxi cab. Knocks the guy out. And he's like, now I'm going to pose as a taxi cab driver for secret plans I have. I'd like to see an episode of Taxi Cab Confession with Stallone driving the cab. Oh, you know, this is one time. I I didn't have a threesome, per se, but like... I ended up, like, flirting with two girls in the same day. Like, it was pretty sexy. I don't know. It was this other time. Me and these two other guys got it on, and these women looked, and it was uh, was kind of like it was cool. movie called Party of Kitty and Studs. Uh, Tried to have all the copies taken off the shelves, but there's still some clips out there. Not my proudest moment, but, you know, I got a paycheck. He he did. So what's his plan here when he gets in the the taxi cab, Matt? I want you to explain it to me. Just go wait for Antonio Banderas to call for a cab, yeah. know that it's him uh-huh. when he gets the radio from the dispatch, because yeah. he'll know. Because the dispatch is like, and then you get him. we've got somebody in this giant city who wants to take a cab right. to the airport. Stallone's, Stallone's like, like, bingo! Got him. Airport? He's getting this guy who's trying to skip town. This is the guy. It's the only guy who's trying to go to the airport in this gigantic city, for, it's clearly it's, for suspicious reasons. It's sound logic. It's going to be him, for sure. I know it's going to be him. When do you know who won the pony? Goes to pick the guy up. It's fucking Antonio Banderas trying to go to the airport to fucking skip town. You His plan worked perfectly, Matt. You don't get to be world's greatest assassin by accident. Yeah, I, he's fucking world's greatest detective, maybe too. Like uh, much more detecting than bit. Batman's done. Well, you gotta you know, find your marks. You know, see him doing throughout the course of this thing. So uh, pretty early in the movie for us to already have like our our heat face to face at the diner scene, but right. we got it. These guys are in the cab together. Stallone's like questioning him, but like trying not to give away who he is, which is ridiculous because we learned that Antonio Banderas is like obsessed with uh, this guy. Yeah. And he's been studying him. <laughs> if he's just like in the cab with you, just like, oh, hey, where are you going? You need to go to the airport? You'd be like, oh, this is Robert Rath, that guy I've been studying for years. I can tell because he sounds like a fucking mongoloid. Big, dumb Italian. <laughs> he's like 200 pounds of HGH muscle. Oh, God. This is definitely not a normal taxi driver. I've stepped into a trap. He but had, it takes a while for him to figure it out. He had the fucking middle uh, armrest folded up because he's so wide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It takes a seat and a half to drive that to. cab. Of course. They don't make cabs for Those action heroes. What's going on here? Shoulders on that. So uh, he does not take the turn to the airport and fucking Banderas is like, hey, what the fuck's going on here, man? And then he's just like, uh, hey, you think I'm trying to cheat you, man? Why don't you get out? Yeah. What's going on here is once he gets out, Stallone's just going to pop him. Yep. Banderas almost gets out, but he's like, wait a second. Ooh. Are you Sylvester Stallone and not a normal everyday cab driver? Give his charge, my good man. Boom. Guns pulled. Simultaneous. Just at each other. Popcorn. Pop, 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 pop. Pop, pop, pop. It's fucking... Some serious-ass fucking Dan Aykroyd shit going on in this it movie. Is. Problem is, they're pointing guns at each other. There's a pane of bulletproof God glass damn between it. them, man. So we got a standoff here. 
Banderas, uh, he knows he's Banderas like, you can't like, shoot me, bro. Fucking, hey, look what's going on here. Bulletproof glass. Looks like we're in a standoff. Looks like you're Robert Rath. I know everything about you. Yeah. But uh, he's, you really just can't describe how much he over enunciates every line in this movie and what a dramatic flair he puts on every fucking thing he does in this movie. Like, he's just like playing this assassin, like just a bitchy gay guy talking shit in a bar, like just. Out there, just yeah. a little whiskey drunk, just uh, fidgeting around, sashaying around. This guy's putting on a performance here. Banderas is like, this is my big fucking break. I'm going to let people know that I'm an A1 fucking actor. Yeah. And he's really the only fun thing about this movie for long stretches of it. His charm is off the walls in this. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh, he's like, all right, we got to stand off here. Let me switch up the game. I got my sniper rifle here how about i just start shooting youth soccer players yep stallone's like i I can't let you do that i'm a good guy at this movie even though my character is a cold-blooded assassin best in the world (laughs) really i'm a guy with a heart of gold is so uh yeah he he, he's fucking banderas telling him drive drive Drive, 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 drive. Yeah. So we're into a crazy another car chase scene here out of nowhere. It's all been like showdowns and shootouts and car chases yep. so far, this fucking movie. I'm I'm fucking fully on board with it so far. Antonio's trying to sneak around. Oh yeah, he's like hanging out the shoot side of the car. Fucking slide through the other window that isn't bulletproof. Just bullet fucking proof glass, but then he's sniping everything in the city. Stallone's weaving in out of lanes trying yeah. to scrape him up against the side of buses and shit that was fun pretty cool shit going on here um, real stunt practical stunt here mm-hmm. no cgi man getting smashed by a bus yeah uh stallone's like interrogating him while smashing him against mm-hmm. the bus like who hired you who's your contractor swimmy he's uh he's like uh you know, i'm not gonna tell you but he does drop his sniper rifle so banderas loses his fucking gun um I wrote Screw Heath Ledger. This is the most iconic Joker performance in cinema history. Banderas here is Miguel Bain. Yeah. He's a real Joker-type energy he's putting in this movie, man. I thought of that, too, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just the same stupid hair. Yeah. It's pretty, what? pretty I think I think Ledger was ripping off a lot of Miguel Bain when he was putting that shit together. That's why, that's why he died. He was so torn up about stealing yeah, a fucking great couldn't piece live with of the work. Guilt. Could not live with the guilt. Ate too many Banderas pills. is blowing up him up every morning. Like you stole, yeah. you stole everything I did. I should have been the Joker. Lots of cops around. They got a helo up in the air. Ooh, a whole bunch of chase you shit going to. on. Fucking. Uh, there's some talk here. We're introduced to the idea that Stallone had an old friend, a Russian guy named Tashlinkov. Yeah. And Banderas is like, I've studied both. You of and the you. Russian. It's like, a, I even know the chess games you played with each other. What? What, what? Not the chess game. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? He's like, I looked up the records on your chess games. And yeah. I'm like, what? Where? Like the Museum for Assassins? What are you talking about? On the Assassin yeah. Info mm-hmm. database that he's, they he's use. He's like, I got microfilm of your last yeah. chess match or something. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. What is he talking about? Either way, this chase all ends and like nothing is resolved. No. Banderas gets away, Stallone loses him, whatever. But then Stallone goes back to his, his little fucking bachelor pad here and is like, let me call up that final chess game I had yeah. with fucking Nikolai or whatever. Back in May of 1980. See what's going on here. It's computer chess. Yeah. He's like, apparently you can like 
store footage. Like this is this is Twitch before Twitch fucking happened, man. Well, maybe it was Stallone was Stallone was live streaming his computer yeah. chess matches back in '95, whatever. He's like, let me call up that fucking last one and replay it. Again, this game, like it's what ninety four, ninety five. This movie, that's right, yeah. And the game is saved from May of ninety. So yeah, this so, is yeah. because five years ago, fucking the Russian guy died. Oh no, fucking Stallone fucking killed him, man. Because he's a cold blooded assassin, but also with the heart of gold, who's a good guy who wants to just save everybody and hey, be a hero. Good news though. Oh, what's that? There's a new contract available. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, but first he learns. What's that? Banderas had told him the moves he should have made oh, to sure. win the game, and he's yeah. like, "Fuck that guy knew everything. He's he did amazing at chess." So it's like. He's obviously a mastermind. Then he fucking yeah. won the chess games. If you can beat one of the, be the greatest, number one assassin. If you can beat one of the greatest minds this country being has, Robert Raff is basically the same thing as being a chess master. Like yeah. they're, they're they're the same job. You're a crazy guy that mm-hmm. lives alone down by the park. Yeah, but uh, he's there's a new contract, and he's like, listen, AOL chat with my employer. Who's this guy, Miguel Bain? And he's Who is like, that? Never yeah. heard of him, man. He's like, yeah, don't believe you. There's there's some strife now amongst yeah. him. And the mysterious uh, person on the other end Third of this party. fucking this uh, prodigy yeah. chat room that that they're in right mm. here. So he's like, I got would... a new job, man. There's a computer hacker who stole some info, and she's trying to sell it to four Dutchmen. Ooh, Wants not you the to Dutchmen. Kill this hacker, kill the four Dutchmen, yeah. and get that disc, and bring me that fucking disc, man. I don't want that disc to get out. Get the disc. He should have been like, no need to worry. The Dutch are notoriously cheap and won't pony up the money. That's what I thought. But he's like, all right, uh, let me see the Dutchman. Send a picture. Yeah, it looks like four guys, probably they're Dutch, checks out. He's like, I want to see the hacker. Who's that? Just send a mysterious JPEG image of some cat's eyes. Cat's eyes. Enter Julianne Moore in the movie. Mm-hmm. We right, we see those cat's eyes again. We pull out. Yeah. We realize that's the wallpaper on her desktop computer. What? This is this is the hacker we're we're meeting oh, right here. Oh man! First thing we know about her, she likes cats She's and she likes the lady. Rolling Stones. And we know she looks good. And she looks cute in a belly shirt with no bra. Yeah, which she's sporting right here. She's she's a fucking hacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we learned she's got hidden cameras in her neighbor's apartment, like the movie Sliver. It's kind of creepy she's and hot. Sliver and everybody in this fucking apartment building, yeah. and it's never really addressed, like nope. uh, why she does it or like why we should like her that she's uh, got drilled hidden cameras into the walls of her neighbors and is spying on them for no fucking it's reason. It's just what she needed. It's kind of like, isn't this woman a scumbag? Are we never gonna address that she's a fucking scumbag. Well, you know. Yeah, she's like, all right, um, getting ready to go do my big uh, meeting with the Dutchman. Yeah. Better put some Matrix clothes on. Yeah. Can't show up in this belly shirt with no bra. How about I sh- put on a slick pleather duster and shit? Yeah. Which had to have been written into the script. Like, cool fucking hacker named Electra wearing as much fucking pleather as possible. rest of her outfit was pretty hot. It was just short jean shorts mm. with mm-hmm. fishnets. Into and then- it. Into White the into the fishnets vest. under the jean short look. That's been coming yeah. back a little bit lately. I've been, yeah, I've been she looked like a nineties chick. She looked good for sure. So she goes to a fancy hotel. We yeah. get this little scene where she's like spray painting a rich lady's fur coat. Right, like, fur is murder. I love cats. Uh, the Dutch buyers show up. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know if that I wasn't expecting them just to be like four Dutch guys they showing were, though. up together with suitcases. Like, we are the four Dutchmen. Yeah. This, this is what they do. They I'm very Van Dyke. This is Van Tobel. Sure. And that's Van Schneider. They show up at this uh, hotel. So uh, I'm just like, I know this is 95, but like, I don't know. You guys really got to show up in a room and like hand over a disc or whatever. Can't you just like send them this uh, info over some sort of like encrypted fucking thing or whatever. Probably. Like, we're, we're doing a lot of like a uh, fancy sci-fi future shit, but we're really leaning into this disc thing yeah. real early on. And it only gets more and more ridiculous as the movie goes on. I wrote down, uh, something's going on. <laughs> Stallone's there and it's something. That's right. We learn there's a whole hotel heist going on. There's a meeting Gist of it is, she's, like, got a couple of hotel rooms next to each other. Yeah. She's going to have them wire her money over the uh, the computers there, but then she can't just send them the info over the computer. She's got to send them the disc. It's mm-hmm. all about the disc here. So what she's going to do is take, like, a remote control Tonka truck and put it in the disc and... No, she used that to get paid. Drive it through the vents. She's going to fucking... Uh, she used that, the dump truck Oh, yeah, she get gets, paid. like, a $10,000 fucking... Uh, yeah, prepay thing or whatever, and then she'll, I'll give you the rest of it once you have the disc or whatever. Right. Either way, uh, she's talking to them through like uh, the computers. They've got everything wired up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So they're doing the deal. Uh oh, Banderas is here as well. What? So he knows what's up. Oh. Suddenly we're doing a bunch of like. Uh, Cat and mouse shit where like Stallone's calling people up and reporting fake power outages and yeah. Banderas is slipping business cards in people's pockets all like right. sli- and I'm like, I don't know what anybody's doing, but it seems like cool assassin shit. It's pretty fun. It seems like these assassins really got a lot of plans happening. Anytime everybody's they, working an angle, man. Every time they get our uh, everybody involved and there's just like you said, the cat and mouse mm-hmm. stuff. You're having a good time. Yeah, that's right. And Stallone's always just like trying to figure out what's happening. Because so he's, he's smart. Just, just, <laughs> he's just, well, I was going to say the opposite. He just looks like a big Italian lump the whole movie. No, I don't know. He's like, smart. what's going on over here? I don't know what that is. Hey, what's this over here, too? Yeah, I don't gotta, know. What's going on? He's use I don't understand anything. Powers of deduction. <laughs> piece it all together. So uh, Stallone, while the whole fucking thing is like, I'm going to go do some computer hacking. Yep. So this is some more amazing fucking... Uh, Detective work he does here, much like his gonna steal a taxi cab and wait for somebody to go to the airport. It'll yep. clearly be the same guy I was chasing. Now he's like, I'm gonna get inside the computer's room service uh, logs, yeah. uh, look around for something. Wait a second. Cat's eyes is all I know about this hacker. Mm. Somebody ordered tuna fish to a room. Ooh. Cat, tuna, that's gotta be it. Ooh. I'm going to that fucking room. <laughs> Uh, he, fucking he, Wachowskis. He figures it out. Movies are god awful. He figures His it out. Scripts are fucking trash. He finds out what room they're meeting in, and he yeah, knows because right. because of, of the tuna fish. He finds he finds out what room the Dutchmen are going to before he hacks, and he's like, she's got to be in another room. So he finds the room they're in, and then finds a name that matches to it, and then brings it up, and he's like, what's this? There's two important things I want to bring up about this scene where he's figuring all this stuff out. It's that it's one of many, many scenes 
in this movie where he's figuring things out on a computer. Because he's smart. And nobody trusts us to get what he's figuring out through visuals and Stallone's acting. So he uh-huh. has to say every thought right. that goes to his mind right. out loud and explain directly to the camera what he's doing and why he's doing it. I get showed like that entire bank of rooms that was rented out to the Chicago uh-huh, Bulls. Uh-huh. And he's even like, <laughs> Chicago uh, Bulls. Chicago Bulls. <laughs> that isn't it. NBA basketball team. Every fucking from thought that goes through his mind, he says out loud while alone in a room to no one in this one. Yeah. And B, I love the uh, choice of him just finding a banana and just chomping yeah. on a banana the whole time he's, he's doing hungry. this. Very fucking sexual illusion yeah. of the banana right here. Who's uh, better at fake computer, do you think? Stallone or Banderas? Because he's got a fake computer scene coming up later that yeah. I got a real issue with. Banderas, I think, is kind of even selling a little bit like this guy's a little too impatient to deal with the computer and doesn't yeah. like dealing with it. Okay. That's not the part of the job he's into. So I'd okay. say definitely Stallone. Like yeah. Stallone is well at home here yeah. uh, hacking on these computers. Playing a little sure. chess. Playing uh, a little Oregon Trail. That's right. Uh before I can figure out what's going to happen next, what's this Banderas just crashes into the room with the four uh, flying Dutchmen. I don't know how. Somehow slipping a business he card slipped. in somebody's pocket or something. I wasn't paying attention. He was attention. in the elevator with the Dutchmen. Either he way, he murders all of them. He slipped his personal pager in one of their coats. Genius. And then he blew it up from outside the room okay. to make sure that it was in the right room. Yeah, I'm going to walk around and listen for some beeping. Yeah. Kick in the door, shoot everybody, fucking shoots fucking everybody. Yeah, everybody. Uh, uh, but the transmission hasn't been completed, Yeah, I, I guess. No. We got a disc. We got a transmission. Why do we have to have both? This is, this is, what, this is what I'm wondering here. Oh, that's right. She was sending them what was on the disc electronically mm-hmm. so that they could load it on a new disc. But then for the rest of the movie, we act like that can't happen. And like they're always trying to get the disc. You know, yeah. just like we never acknowledge the idea that you could just make a copy of a disc. It's always like we got to get our hands on that disc. I think it's encrypted and like. In order for you to actually make a copy of it, somebody that knows what they're doing has to make a copy. Like, Julianne Moore can make a copy, but she's not just going to do it for anybody. You send it over to these people. I think that's their logic. Once they have it, they can make it. Can't matter. It's encrypted, you see. Yeah, there's a lot of computer stuff encrypted. going on here. A lot of computer stuff. Yeah. Either way, Banderas is like, oh, I'm an idiot. I shouldn't have shot those guys before the transmission's completed. I'm supposed to get all this info on the yeah. disc. So he's got to now get on the mic and pretend like he's the Dutch person. Finish the transmission. Insane Latin accent. Yeah. And it's pretty funny. I was laughing at him being like, Ugh. Uh. Julianne Moore is like, is this some sort of like swarthy Latin fucking handsome stud? This doesn't sound like four Dutchmen. She Something's knows. up. Something's up. I'm fucking out of here. And he's just like, son of a bitch. Uh. She's on to me. So Stallone shows up in Julianne Moore's room. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I found you because of the tuna fish, you I'm know? I'm going to save you. Cat's eyes, tuna fish. You think I was going to put that together? I'm Banderas smart like, man. Is that Sylvester Stallone I hear over the intercom now? Damn. So now we got like our diehard walkie-talkie moment where yeah. our two guys are like, Talking over the uh, yeah Roy Rogers, but it, they've already been face to face, so it's it's yeah. not really like built up to a to a diehard moment kind of. Uh, so uh, he's just like, hey, why don't you finish the job? Why don't you yeah. kill the hacker Electra? Kill her. And Stallone's like, 
For some reason, I'm not going to, even though I am a cold-blooded assassin, and the job I willingly took was to come here and uh, kill this person. Uh, like, no, I'm going to save them. He's like, you don't know how to kill a woman. There's really, there's really no explanation or like background or like lead up to like why Stallone in this moment has decided after decades to stop being a cold-blooded he assassin, can't kill women, and turn into a good guy. But he's just like, uh, all right, I'm, I'm the good guy of the movie here. And really no explanation why uh, Banderas doesn't expect him to just kill this person. Why he's like egging him on. Like, you don't have the balls to do it. Like, of course he does. He's the number one assassin in the world. Like, He'll kill anybody, right? If, he, if he's really not okay with killing women, maybe we should establish that earlier. I know, something. Well, something. It's I don't just, know. It's just not making any sense why none of these assassins are killing anybody. Not a whole lot. Uh, so, yeah, uh, just because Stallone's a good guy. Of course, he's going to be the good guy. He's a big yeah. star, big action star. So he grabs her and pulls her out of there. They're making a getaway. Unfortunately, Banderas goes into the room and finds all the pictures of Julianne Moore's stupid cat. Yep. Which is like a huge fucking thing in this movie. Pearl? Cat. The rest of this movie, we're just dragging this cat Pearl? around. The cat is just constantly a fucking like, Pearl? plot point. It's like, oh, no, he's got pictures of the cat. He's going to be able to pinpoint exactly where in this gigantic city the cat is because there's like a, a radio, a radio tower. tower in the background. Uh, you're dead. You're fucking dead is what's happening. Uh, Julianne Moore is like, even though Stallone showed up and saved my ass and seems to not be a murderer or anything. I'm, I'm going to be weary of him. <laughs> I'm going to fucking get out of here. Mm-hmm. She fucking... Breaks away from him, hops on a bus. He's like, hey, come back. I got your I cat. I got Pearl the cat. Like, what are you going to do? You just going to leave me with the cat? I don't know how to take care of this cat. I know a lot of things, but not how to take care of a cat. So she's looking back like, fuck, he's got my cat, but I got to leave. Uh, he might be a murderer. And he's just like, uh, where are you going? I'm trying to save you. I'm the hero of this movie. Yeah. I just wrote, at this point, if this movie just turns into a Turner and Hooch-esque thing where... Stallone's got to figure out how to take care of a cat, and that's what happens for the rest of the movie. Like, I'm all right with that. Wouldn't hate it. I'd be all right with that. That's not what's happening. No. Instead, we're going to do some more Stallone detective work is what we're going to do right here. He's like, luckily, I just happen to know (laughs) that there's got to be one pet store in this whole city, and uh, that's the one that Julianne Moore takes Pearl to. So I'm just going to go to it. So he does. And the lady's like, oh, shit, this is Pearl. And he's like, of course it's Pearl. And he, she's like, well, you're not Julianne Moore. And he's like, that's where you come into play, lady. We get no montage of him, like, walking around to pet places, maybe no, 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 being no, no, like, no. anybody recognize where this no, no, no. cat is? This movie does not fucking Straight do that. It. It's just, I'm going to go to a pet store. Clearly, they're going to know every cat in the city. Yeah. They're going to tell me where this cat lives. And it works immediately because he's the best assassin in the world. Nate, I, I don't know uh, how often you've been into pet stores. Um, um, once or twice in my life. But... Uh, People don't generally bring their cats to pet stores. Hmm. Hmm. Eh, gotta say you're probably wrong about that, Oh, man. my mistake. Seems like... Uh, they do in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. We should say, yeah, we, we can pinpoint where we are. Like, this is Seattle. All these coincidences here. The waiting for one person to go to the airport, yeah. it's gotta be him. The Seattle metropolitan area. Uh, we're gonna go to the first pet store we see and hope that... The owner has seen this cat millions of times. And she has. There's one pet store in all of Seattle, apparently. 
This is... Todd. This is during the height of the grunge movement, Matt. Seattle yeah. was at the tip of everybody's tongues. The city was hot as hell in 1995. Yeah. Those slackers didn't have cats, though. Also, where's all the fucking, like, flannel when he's uh, going into these pet stores and around fucking up on these trains and shit? Seems like you would have seen more flannel. Yeah, it should have been. 94, 95. Mm-hmm. It ain't dead mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Back at the apartment, Moore has gone back to her fucking place of residence like a moron, even though the yeah, world's real two greatest shit. assassins are looking yeah. for her. She's like, I'll just go back to my apartment. Should that be won't be a there. problem. How'd she become a genius fucking hacker without uh, having any sort of street skills or actually any other skills, apparently, other than somehow being a genius computer hacker? I was going to say she was good at you know, taking care of a cat, but she lost that. Either so. way, yeah, she's uh, not a good cat mom. Uh-huh. Amazing uh, hacker, though. She's listening to Portishead. Mm. She's frantically packing a bag. Nope. Like, I gotta fucking skip town right here. Banderas shows up. Because he's found, you know, I'm gonna go to where there's a radio tower. There's probably one in all of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just go in this building next to it and just start indiscriminately killing people room to room in broad daylight. Yep. Which is his plan, because he kicks in the uh, neighbor's door. Old Bob, who was slapping around his woman earlier yeah. in the movie, is uh, there just like, oh, what's going on, honey? You back from work? Oh, God, you're Antonio Banderas. I'm killed by deadly, deadly silent bullets. Yeah. By the quietest, quietest bullets ever. Quiet probably, market. Yeah, so quiet, guy probably didn't even know he was dead yeah. before he was dead. No, he's just like, what? why is my oh, life yeah. stopping? So uh, then Banderas uh, finds the hidden camera. Yep. And he's just like... What's he saying? You sick little bitch, he says, oh, yeah. while looking into it. And, like, he rips it out of the wall. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, he's, okay, she lives next to a radio tower. Right. I'm going to kick in the wrong door and kill who's ever in there. And then he's like, you know what? I bet there's hidden cameras somewhere it's gotta in here. Got to be. Got to be. I'm going to instantly start searching for them and finding them. As an assassin, <laughs> I know that that smoke detector detector isn't Seattle issued Fucking by ridiculous. the HOA. Why would he be thinking to look for a hidden camera in some random apartment that turned out to be the wrong apartment? Not even the people he was looking for. Because he knew he the knew money it was there, Matt. attached to this He knew woman. it was there. He knew she wasn't just your average bird, man. But either way, she sees, oh, fuck, he's here and he's killing people. Uh, seems to be dead meat. Luckily, Stallone and the cat have arrived. Yeah. He got the old lady at the pet store to pull up that file and give him the address. He's here to save the day. Which save is ridiculous. Because, like, she runs away from him. Saving they the split day. up. And then it's like... 10 seconds later in the movie and they're just back together in the same like mm-hmm. two people running away situations they were before like what's the fucking point what was the fucking point of having them split up for 10 seconds just to get them back together and narratively have them in the exact same position in the story as they were fucking 10 minutes ago because just you know, 10 minutes you could have cut out of the fucking movie ah you don't know <laughs> uh so what do they do they just hot oh yeah it's more shooting Stallone's like, I'm going to have a shootout with this guy. Right. Meet me at the pet shop. Yeah. So she peels out in her car with the cat. She's Pearl. got the cat now. So Stallone Pearl. doesn't have to worry about this. He can get in a silencer pistol battle, with, uh, which is pretty cool. Popcorn. We got popcorn yeah. all through here. It's fucking shooting at each other through the kitchens, through the living room stuff. Uh, it reminds me a lot of just uh, the best way to play GoldenEye, which is mm. how we always played it, which was License to Kill, One Shot, One Kill, Pistols yeah. Only. Yeah. That was 
we what we thought back in the day the true mark of uh, skill as far as the N sixty four license. Uh, I was a slappers yeah, only man. Game. Slappers only is rough, man. That's 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 you're getting down and dirty with slappers that. only. No ob job. Oh yeah, you keep you keep fucking. Steiger would always be able to get around the no odd job rule by uh, kneeling and strafing whatever yeah. character he had. He would just be kneeling and strafing at all the times. The entire time. I hated playing with that kid. Guys, what a loser. Ugh. What a loser that guy was. He was better at that game than anybody in the world. Cause Douche. Played it like 18 hours a day. It was ridiculous. Oh, man. Blonde neighbor lady shows up and she gets whacked. Just like her abusive husband Bob in the middle of all this fucking shootout. Yeah. Um... Julianne Moore shows back up, and it's like, you're supposed to meet me at the pet shop. What the fuck are you doing back? You're just going to get yourself killed. He's Uh, like, I saw that girl come back. I tried to warn her. Oh, God. She's dead, though. Banderas just starts talking like, oh, looks like I might have picked the wrong assassin to be my hero. Turns out you're kind of a moron and not very good at any of this. And I'm like, today, honestly, making a lot of good points. Today is my birthday. Robert Rath hasn't really done anything that seemed smart or good in this today, whole Today, I become the number one assassin. But this is when Stallone outsmarts him. He uh, pulls the gas line out of the oven in the kitchen, squirts some like fucking uh, lighter fluid all over the place. And yeah. is like, all right, fucking going to best me in a pistol shootout? I will just blow up this whole apartment with you in it. Later, dude. Peace. Yeah, he does. He does does a great job. We're going to get a big explosion, which is hilarious because Banderas is like slapstick comedy timing. He's just like, going to kill Robert Rath. What's that? Maybe (laughs) gasoline I smell? Oh, no. (laughs) It's like big reaction right as everything explodes. Yeah. So he gets exploded at close range, blown out a third-story window, like picks, 40 feet to the ground. He picks up that table. He picks up a card table and puts it in front of him, yeah, to which then blows the him out of a third-story window, like 40 feet. Either and way. we're like, ah, he's going to be fine. Looks, he picked up that card table. Looks fucking cool, man. It looks super... I wrote down, uh, whatever, it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, slow-mo, him fucking getting blown backwards through that window. Yeah. Badass fucking... Omar jumped out that window. He he made it. Yeah, it's true. Uh, until he got hit by that bus. Oh, God. Uh, next scene, uh, Stallone and Julianne Moore are on the run. They've like uh, pulled off into some seedy hotel to shack up for the night. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of strife going on here where uh, the cat has started to bond with him because yeah. he's such a good guy and animals yeah. are such a good judge of character. The cat's just like, I know this guy's a cold-blooded assassin who murdered his own best friend, but I think he's a good guy. Like, I'm going to go fucking grind up next to him and purr and shit. Also, he's just like two hands squeezing this cat around the (laughs) chest under its arms in the most like non-natural way to hold a cat. And this cat's clearly very, very trained, or else it would just start flailing around and scratching if you tried to hold him like that for that long. Julianne Moore's like, leave my cat alone. He doesn't like other people. And he's like, oh, you don't think so? Seems like this cat likes me. Anyways, uh, I wanted you to know, probably you're going to be my new girlfriend, so uh, I'm going to retire from being an assassin. This is my last job I'm doing. I like Stallone always like... We, we, you know, spoiler alert, we're talking... Why am I even going to beat it? I don't even really like it. Like, I don't even know I've been doing it all these years. We're talking a little... Uh, just because I'm so good at it. A, a, a little fucking uh, Seagal later this month, oh, you know? Uh, real close to later this month. And uh, 
we all know he writes into his scripts that women have to be into him. Oh, I want to always just have to be like into every him. Every head has yeah. to be t- female head has to be turned in every yeah. movie. Anytime he goes anywhere. I like Stallone. JCVD does that shit a lot too. Yeah, he does too. Stallone kind of does the opposite where it's like, Oh, we're the odd couple. We'll never get together. Yeah. But wait a minute. That's because he's also like weird and sexless in all of his movies. <laughs> Even like the big, like probably romance of his career, him like, wooing adrian in the rocky movie it's literally like two adults playing two children like going out on their first like ice cream social date as like sexless 11 year olds or whatever like are there any like movies where i guess demolition man has that one weird vr sex scene is there anything where he tries to like get sexy and like fucking bed down a woman in like classic like uh lingering shots like slow-mo things throughout his career i don't know not after that kitty and movie yeah it just doesn't seem like something he could pull off he's such a big fucking lump of an idiot yeah that's fair either way she snatches his gun off the table and is like oh check it out motherfucker i'm gonna fucking shoot you i'm gonna do it fuck out of here and he's like i'm a good guy i'm cool calm and collected like uh you're not gonna kill anybody like you gotta be a cold-blooded assassin like me to to murder a person take their life except also, I'm not doing that anymore. Also, I'm retired. Yeah. Either way, uh, it gives uh, Julianne Moore a chance to do one of her big, like, crazy lady monologues. Like, her, mm. don't you call me lady thing from yeah. uh, uh, Magnolia. Like, this is basically her don't you call me lady uh, prescription counter freak out yeah. fucking thing right here. She blusters a bunch, shoots some lamps, but ultimately she breaks down. Like, she's not a murderer. She's not going to do it. Also, this guy's been doing nothing but helping you and protecting your right. life up to this point. So... I don't know why you're freaking out so much. Petting your cat, who seems to like him very much. I don't know. (laughs) But then she uh, is like, they come to an agreement. She's like, I need to be alone. I haven't spent this much time with somebody in years. She goes in the bathroom, and I was like, damn, that line hit. Yeah. Like, I got that. That's something I can relate to right there. Stallone got it, too. Yeah, for sure. He was like, felt that shit right there. Me, too. Mm hmm. Banderas is on the fucking horn with his employer here. This is because he's like, ah, fucking. There we go. Contract fucking done, man. Fucking everybody who needed to die is dead. Contractor's like, oh, where's the disc, man? Kind of most of what you're doing, you're supposed uh, well, to get that disc. You got that disc? He's well, doing a lot of crazy, very fun acting here. Just like, oh, uh, uh, they know I didn't get the disc. Damn it. Why did I think they weren't going to ask for the disc? Um, yeah, this is another point where I just wrote. It's uh, like, all right, I'll get, I'll get the disc or whatever. I got to this point. I was like, they still haven't addressed the fact that it's just a disc. You can just copy a disc. Yeah. It's not hard to just, it's floppy disc. I like that he's also doing like fucking 20 keyboard strokes to oh, like yeah. send like For sure. he's seven letter responses. More of his flourishes, just frantic like yeah. speed typing on it. Is he you know, in the bathtub in the yeah. scene too? Yeah. He's yeah. on his laptop in the bathtub and just freaking out. Dressing his wounds from the explosion. Just give me a couple throwaway lines explaining like what assurances they have that this disc cannot be copied. And once they have this disc, everything's cool. Very vague, which I kind of appreciate because we never go into what's on this disc or no. who wants it or why they want it. Or it's what high the stakes. People need it. That's all you sure. need We need to the know. disc. Next scene, Julianne Moore's like, you know what? Maybe we should get married and have a family. Because yeah. I feel like I'm retired too, bro. Like, I'm out of the hacking game. Right. This is my last fucking hack. I was going to buy a second cat. 
would you like to live with me uh, and buy a second cat? Also, we're in this hotel room and there's only one bed. Classic point of sexual tension mm. in mini screwball romantic comedies. Yeah. Who's going to get in this bed? Are we going to put up a sheet in the middle of it? No holds barred style? Stallone's a professional. Yeah, we learned that he's got a whole assassin routine yeah. where he sleeps on the floor. like With, with the light on his face. the light on his face staring at the one entrance into the place. Yeah. Space Hog used to sleep that way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, uh, classic road. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Some more cat shit here where Stallone goes into the bathroom and the cat follows her. She's right. like, oh, what are you doing? Door shuts. I'm like, that cat's going to be sitting on Stallone's lap while he poops. We need to get that scene right there. Him pooping with that cat on his lap. I can't do that. Uh, you know, the little lady used to be notorious for oh, yeah. taking a cat She's in got there. that poo cat. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, she's got more thigh meat. She sits down on the toilet. Everything just comes together. Sure, you know? that's right. I, there's too much space there for me. Like, that yeah. cat's going to be dipping its yeah. tail in the toilet water. Or like you trying to have that. balance on Disgusting. my two legs and scratch. No, get out of here. That's too close to my penis with your nails. Get out of here. Those Stallone thighs, though, he's definitely pooping with that cat that's on true. his lap. That's true. He's got, no he's got beefy legs. So uh, next, next day, Stallone's taking a monorail. He's got a briefcase. We're doing some sort of handoff. I don't know. This is the next step of uh, mm-hmm. wherever we're going with this whole disc thing. <laughs> They've arranged, yeah, what they? It's a quick. They're in the car or something. Julianne Moore's following the monorail in a car. Oh, that's right. He meets the yeah. contact at like a stopover, and like they exchange a briefcase full of money for the briefcase with the disc in it. Stallone gets back on the monorail, yeah. and she's following again. She's supposed to pick him up or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm before, but like she gets blocked in an alleyway, and yeah. he's nervous. And I, we've never been told what the plan is or what they're trying to do, so no. it's all just kind of unclear. Right. Stallone stops the whole monorail, climbs out uh, <laughs> onto it, and starts Batmaning off the fucking rooftops. It's pretty cool. <laughs> like they show it's it. Fucking awesome. Everybody's like, "Oh man, what's that guy doing?" Uh, he he then literally like jumps from a rooftop into an alley, yeah. and as he lands like fucking Batman, Julianne Moore pulls up right up in the car. I guess guess this was all their plan. I don't know. I like that he pulls the emergency brake on the monorail and times it to stop over that two foot wide beam. Yeah, like, he times it to where the doors will line up with it just perfectly. Clear. That's why He's he had to best. sleep on the floor. He couldn't yeah. get a lot of sleep because yeah. uh, clearly he was looking at schematics of the right. Seattle monorail. And I pulled the brake. Intricately planned yeah, this whole fucking stop thing. Stop there! I can jump out here. So he hops in the car. He's like, "Fucking deal done. I got that briefcase full of money. We're fucking rich." Uh, wait ooh, a minute. Wait a minute. I waved it in front of the radio, and I got some interference noises. There's some sort of transmitter in here. I think we might have just been handed a bomb. Which they do, because yeah. they peel out to the closest dumpster. He tosses it in the dumpster. They out, dumpster fucking explodes. Yeah. It's very fucking uh, traumatic. So he's just like, oh, we got no money. We got no disc. Like, uh, this didn't work out great at all. Julianne Moore is like, bro, hang on. Hang on a minute. What's that about floppy dicks? Um, Actually, we do have the disc. Yeah. Because I kept it, and I uh, switched to the disc. Ooh. They got a different disc. She's a genius. With nothing on it. Yeah. That's what what they got. Stallone, (laughs) you big fucking dumb idiot. Clearly, all this Miguel Bain shit's going on. You know there's problems. You know somebody's screwing you over. (laughs) 
it didn't didn't occur to you at any point not to just do like a straight handoff like uh you needed this this hacker woman you're the best yeah. assassin on the planet earth yeah. here He's you almost were just exploded by a bomb right. happenstance uh, led to you not being killed she tells him your contractor just tried to kill you buddy that's not good no i wrote excellent dialogue crackling yeah. dialogue yeah. that's a great line man really drives the point home huh, so now contractors tried to kill him he's yeah. given them a fake disc we got to do a lot of online chatting yep on aol to uh suss all the rest of this movie out renegotiate here so it's like uh something's gonna happen in a caribbean bank stallone's like we want 20 million dollars now i guess we're still gonna like make this deal even though it's gotten to fall in the point to the point where they're, we're trying to kill each other with bombs. Yeah. I think at this point, the deal's off. I like, would In any so. real fucking world. But no, we're still going to do the fucking deal. Banderas uh, <laughs> is doing his own fucking deal. And at the same time, he yeah. gets a new contract, a new hit out there. Mm-hmm. It's face comes up. Who a is face it? we recognize, Matt. Oh, God. It's fucking robert raft no his name is sylvester it's stallone robert raft. that's the name but banderas's like reaction when he sees what his new job is is killing stallone he does this like cooing thing <laughs> like this is like, like i can't i can't do it i can't explain it he's but it's excited. amazing he's very excited he has a sexual response to it uh it's it's tremendous just yeah. hilarious he's fucking he loves it he's finally the number one assassin and the number two assassins these guys are going to be they're going to be going face to face. For all the marbles. This is for all the marbles. Next scene, we're in the Caribbean. This is the same spot from the old tiny opening of this fucking movie. How it's connected to what happens in the opening of this movie, I have no idea at this point. It's Puerto Rico. Nor do I care. I wrote, I, I, I don't care how this connects to the, yeah. the opening of the movie. By the way, Stallone. I wrote down, it's Predator 2 sweaty there. Oh, yeah, I get into that in my notes okay. a little bit later, too, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's important. Stallone spots a window across from the bank where they're doing this $20 million deal because yeah. somehow they've got, like, hush money payments going to work through the fucking Puerto Rican fucking banking system. They're right. going to do all this shit. So he's just like, if I was going to snipe somebody, which he's going to be coming to snipe me, I'd be trying to snipe me from that window right there. Let's go up and check it out. Yeah. So they go up and check it out. This window is in this like falling apart, dilapidated hotel. I wrote, pretty cool place to set a climactic action scene, yeah. probably. A falling apart, dilapidated hotel. Yeah, also I wrote, uh, Stallone's pit stains are Danny Glover and Predator 2 huge. Right there you there. go. For, for fucking sure. Right there you have it. Then we see he's got the back sweat going oh, too. And he turns around and he's looking out on. this window. Like, this is where he's going to do it from. He's going to he's gonna want to look at my eyes. And my he's going to shoot me. She's like, how do you know all this? Yeah, this is this is his chance to monologue here where he's explaining everything that's going to happen. He's doing it all with a thousand yard stare. Like, this is the plan. I'm going to go in the bank. We're going to make him wait all day long. He'll You're going to be it. at the cafe. Eventually, he's going to get nervous that he missed me walking out. So then he's going to have to come down and come in the bank and make sure he didn't miss me. That's right. When he does that, he's going to have to hide his gun. You can't take a sniper rifle in no, the bank. No, you can't. This is when you're going to leave the cafe. You're going to come up here, find his gun, steal it. Then steal he won't have his gun. And then I don't know what. Um, then we'll so leave. He's like, she's like, how do you know all this? And she's like, because I did the same thing when I killed the Russian guy who was my Nikolai, best friend five years, years ago. ago or five, the 15? Well, yeah. That was five. 1990 was the oh, last yeah, uh, chess game. This is 1995 right here. So uh, we, this is when we learn 
he's the one who killed the fucking Russian guy who was also the same guy we saw got killed in the first scene. No, I saw that shit right. It was 15 years. It's, it's fucking it? 1980 was that chess okay. game. I don't know how they had it on a computer. <laughs> it makes no sense because he drives on about it later. 15 years. One of the, uh, one of the greatest assassins in the world. You think yeah. he wasn't on one of the earliest uh, MIT computer systems ever made? Probably having probably. Russian chess masters. The pro- he probably helped build it. Either way, uh, we have not seen any actual scenes of this Russian guy do anything. We have not no. seen any flashbacks of him and Stallone's relationship. <laughs> this is treated as like some sort of big like, what? what? You killed him? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we don't even know who that guy is or what he did. So who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's fucking meaningless. Uh, anyways, or we don't explain like why there was the exact same bank and the exact same setup. Like, what was that Russian guy doing? What did it have to do with Stallone? Why did he have to kill him? We go into none of this. She keeps... No detail about any of it, yet it's constantly presented to us like it's this thing we're supposed to care about that has this big emotional stakes. Right. Or they're like, we're coming full circle, like, oh, it's all coming back again in exactly the same way. And, like, at least Julianne Moore's, like, the audience being like, well, why here, why now, da 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 And the only explanation is history. <laughs> right. He's, he he's, likes... He knows he's a, he's a big fan of history. history. But you're the one who set it up to go to this yeah. bank and do all this at the bank like it is. Yeah. It wasn't him. You weren't like backed into the this is all your plan, man. Yeah. You're the one that puts yourself in this like situation where you know he's gonna be killing you and like History. More of this later as we yeah. go into this plan. Uh, we got a big room service date going on here. Yes, where sir. They've gone back to their room. They've cleaned up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julianne Moore's ordered them some food and some beers. Like, is this going to be their first official date? I think we're kind of off the clock here. They're breaking bread. They're drinking some beers. Pretty is this nice. going to be like well, this little little sex scene here? Maybe somebody's going to get their top off. No. Maybe we're going to see Stallone's buns or no, something. Hopefully. No, it doesn't happen that way, because no. unfortunately, a Day of the Dead parade goes through town and interrupts any of the sexual, which is another thing here. We spend so much fucking time mm-hmm. building up this relationship with them here, too, but, like, they skip over any of the, like, heated romance parts mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, all right, I get it. You got a guy and a girl in a movie. You want a romantic subplot? That adds to the whole stakes of everything, but, like... Just the way they make it so sexless. It's yeah. just like, is this a movie we're doing here or not? Like, what the fuck? Why are you watching these people like uh, build like a healthy relationship based on common interests and shit? It that's, makes no sense. That's not, that's not what you put in a fucking movie. No. You get Stallone's buns out. You get Moore's titties out. She's, right. They're both full on willing to show them. I saw Demolition Man. Right. I saw fucking uh, Boogie Nights. Like, let's get some skin in this movie if we're having a steamy romance down in sweaty Thank Puerto you. Rico. What the fuck? Instead, we just... Also, get... she's completely nonplussed to be hanging out with a cold-blooded murderer this entire yeah. time. There's never any just, like, second thoughts like, oh, guy, this, this guy's a cold-blooded killer who I've now learned also murdered... I guess the only person I know he was ever close to or sure. claimed to have a friendship with. Sure. No, not worried about that at all. Does she, is she revealed yet? Like who she worked for in the past? Like, uh, if she ever reveals that, I was not paying attention during that she, scene. Like, <laughs> I think she loosely, like, I think he like needles her about it. And it's like, well, CIA, what were you? And she's like, cause she was Do we get any sort of brief explanation why you're a great computer hacker yeah. when you just seem like a normal lady in every other aspect of your character? Yeah, pretty much. 
So what'd she say? Does she have anything for us? I don't know. I think she like loosely like agrees. Like, yeah, I'm something. Yeah. Either way, she's like, I've got no social security yeah. number. I've got no identity. I've got no friends, family, anywhere. Uh, for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I just seem like a normal, well-adjusted lady who Pretty lives well in adjusted. a fun apartment, listening to the Rolling Stones and playing with my cat all the time. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, I wrote, we're spending a whole lot of time looking at footage of this Day of the Dead parade right now. Right. Kind of makes me think that, like, it might have just accidentally been happening at the time they were filming, and they were like, holy shit, we got to get some footage of this. Yeah, it makes Because they just put a lot of it in this movie. A lot of footage of this parade. She's like, oh, fun. Let's uh, go Let's party go with everybody in this parade. And he's like, maybe we shouldn't, because, like... The guy trying to kill us is in town. And we got 20 and we've million. Got 20 riding. million dollars on the line. Yeah. Maybe we, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm only like the greatest assassin yeah. in the world or anything. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just the worst fucking idea yeah. I've ever heard. Hey, thanks for agreeing to stay in the room. <laughs> Turns out I really love you. <laughs> this is next line. But she's like, um, I'm gone. No, I'm going to go hang out in that parade like a dumb idiot. Yeah, wow, yeah. Fortunately for her, Antonio Banderas is in town. Yeah. And he's also hanging out at the parade. Eating fruit. He's eating fruit. Having a good time. Buying drinking beers from some ladies. We learn that he doesn't speak Spanish. No. Which is a strange, strange turn for his character. Yeah. He's just like... Do you speak English? And they're all like, no. So he's like, oh, good. I can say a bunch of crazy shit about how I'm a murderer in English and you won't understand. It's like... What language do you speak other yeah. than English if it's not Spanish? Antonio Banderas, where is that accent, that deep, yeah. deep, all-encompassing accent you speak and come from? Are you sure you don't understand Spanish? What the fuck? It's like, if, even if you are Mexican or Spanish and they're fucking, you know, Puerto Rican, you still speak a close enough language sure. where you can figure it out. It's just going to be formality. Different dialects yeah. of the same language. Right. Weird. <sighs> Uh, so either way, he's just like, is that jasmine I smell? I remember smelling jasmine another time. When I was, was when digging I was through her stuff. Bitches, apartments, sniffing all her under things. Yeah. Julianne Moore's like, wait a second. Is that Antonio Banderas over there? The guy who's trying to kill me? Fuck, this is awkward. Oh shit, I'm gonna die if only there was somebody to save me. Yeah, so she's like, oh, I gotta get out of here. Turn around, walk away. Banderas is like, oh, I smell Jasmine. I'm looking around this corner. I'm looking around this. It's tense. It's, it's a, is he going to see her before she gets out of there? Uh, oh, no. Somebody grabbed her from behind. She's dead. Turns out that's somebody, Matt. So Who is it? Stallone. Oh, good. It's not Antonio Banderas. And he's like, I saw you at lift. He's like, good thing I'm here to save you because my plan is let's crouch down and hide until he goes away. Yeah. And she's like, oh, good. Good thing you're here. I would have I never out. thought of that. No. Like. I was just going to continue walking stock straight up in the air. The only loudly white panicking. face in this crowd loudly panicking. Uh, Good uh, thing you showed up and had the idea, hey, let's crouch down behind this headstone yeah. in this cemetery and hide until he goes away. It really works. It <laughs> really works. Yeah. Good thing there's a man around because these women, Matt, these ditzy dames, they... He just panic. Like Antonio Banderas rounds a couple more corners, knocks into like a cart full of flowers, and is like, what? What are these flowers? This flower right here. It's oh, it's jasmine. jasmine. There's jasmine everywhere. It That's why I smell it. Perfect sense of suddenly, I'm getting a little French here. They're uh, not here. Yeah, we. So yeah, he's, he's 
Stallone saves her because she wasn't smart enough to hide behind something. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, <laughs> also more just instances of the script not believing that we can figure anything out so everybody has to say everything they think out loud just like I'm looking for Jasmine because she smelled like Jasmine oh what's this I found over here oh it's Jasmine the flower I'm smelling Jasmine because there's Jasmine flowers all over the cemetery it's okay I don't need to be alarmed anymore (laughs) who are you talking to Antonio Banderas everyone who are you talking to Next day at the bank, all our big plans are happening. Stallone's yep. in the bank doing the thing. Banderas is up in the window like he's supposed to be. Moore's over at the cafe keeping an eye on Banderas. Everything's going according to plan. Yes, sir. Only problem with this plan is... What's that? A big part of the plan is we're going to make him wait this out all day yeah. until he goes crazy. Right. So the movie's like, well, I guess we're going to have to convey in some way that we're waiting around all day oh, while nothing day. happens. So there's just a long stretch of time where we're just sitting here. Yep. All these characters are sitting here. Stallone's in a chair in the bank. He's crouched at the window. She's in a chair at the cafe. Everybody's sitting. We keep getting a lot of like imagery of clocks like yeah. over their faces, yeah. <laughs> like dual layered images to be like, time is passing. Every couple of time minutes. Time is passing. It's like, two hours have gone by. But it's not like, like a Twilight Zone episode or something where it'd be like, clock, clock, clock. Now it's the end of the day. Right. No, it's like another... 20 minute chunk of this movie yeah. where yeah. they really make you feel Antonio Banderas is like a uh, frustration with how much time is passing and yeah. nothing's nothing's going on cuz I'm sitting on my couch at home and I'm feeling that frustration Matt right <sighs> so uh they're talking to each other on the headsets though Stallone and Moore like, yeah they uh, got that too a little more like getting to know you stuff here like he's like tell me a joke and she's tell like all right i'm gonna funny. say some stuff and then he's like that's pretty funny Julian. <laughs> i think are we falling in love right here you, me, like maybe we're falling in love i don't i don't fucking know is it is your penis as hard as mine right now so he's cool as a cucumber in this air-conditioned bank waiting mm-hmm. for his 20 million dollar transaction she's like got some shade going on she's under an umbrella she's fine meanwhile tony banderas up in this dilapidated hotel He's so hot, he's taking bottles of water and dumping them directly on his balls. Yeah. <laughs> Which, great. That couldn't have been the script. That had to have been some Banderas fucking uh, improv right there. I'm just going to literally start pulling my pants off and dumping water directly on my balls. Yeah. Finally, he's like, ah, uh, I give up. This isn't great. Maybe I messed up. Maybe he left the bank. I'm going to go down and go in the bank. Yeah. And I wrote, just like, just, just according to plan. Um, this is what they called for. Didn't need 20 minutes of it to, to know what was happening because oh. they already told us what was going to happen and then it happened. Let's move this movie along because it's yeah. way too long. Yes. Way too long. He drops a gun in the bush outside the bank, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wanders in there. Julianne Moore is like, oh, this is my cue. I got to go find this gun. Uh, clearly, the whole plan is predicated on the idea that he's going to have it uh, hidden Right next to where he was standing in that window. Yeah. Oh, no. It's He's not, right-handed. He'll put it to the right. It's, it's not directly in the one spot we thought not it would be. to the be. right of Fuck. the window? Fuck, this isn't working out great. <laughs> I guess our uh, plan was pred- predicated on too many coincidences that we just assumed <laughs> were going to happen. <laughs> Everything's worked out in, in that way to this point in the movie. Yeah. I don't know why it's not working out right now. Uh... Finally, Stallone's ability to read minds didn't pan out. It's a yeah. little panic here. She can't, she, she can't find the gun. Then she finds that, oh, is that it up in the rafters? 
Yep. Turns out I'm a fucking weak woman with no core strength or upper body strength. How am I going to be able to climb up in those rafters? I'm too short to, to, to get up there. This, this is, I'm not going to be able to get my hands on that gun. Yeah. Meanwhile, Stallone and Banderas, they're having another heat face-to-face inside of that fucking bank. Just like, I know you're here. You know I'm here. I know why you're here. You know why I'm here. Let's have a little fucking talk, man. They do. They do, but, you know, they've already had a couple talks. So, yeah, it really goes nowhere. It's just given more time for her to, like, intercut scenes. Her being like, "Eh, eh, I'm trying to reach the gun. Eh, eh." Eventually, she just falls from the rafters and then, like, falls halfway through the dilapidated, like, uh, floor. Right. So now she's just, like, stuck in between floors of this hotel. Can't pull herself up. Can't pull herself up out of it because, once again, she's a hacker woman with no upper body strength. Hacker woman. So she's just, she's got to hang there. Bandera's like, all right, uh, we established that you're still in the bank, so I'm going to go back up to that window that we both know I'm in and get my sniper rifle and wait for you to leave. Stallone's just like, all right, little does he know I've got somebody stealing his gun right now. (laughs) He's got your gun, buddy. Uh, So they have a little talk. He goes back. Julianne Moore is still trying to pull her ass out of the hole. Uh, We think maybe she's just going to get killed, but... No, luckily, she's able mm-hmm. to do it off camera and hide herself under a mattress right yeah. before he gets back and gets his gun again and gets back in that window. She damaged her radio That's when right. she fell through the floor, there's, though. There's no talk so she has no communication with Meanwhile, Stallone. the bank guys are like, here's your $20 million. Get the fuck out of here. No, but first they're like, we need the disc, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, what? <laughs> How are these bank guys doing the transaction with the disc now? Like, do they know what's up? Do they realize they're, like, working for criminals? Who's to say? I don't know what's going on here, but he's like, all right, here's the fucking disc. So now the bad guys have whatever fucking, I don't even know if they're bad guys, whatever this info is. The disc has now been handed over. The $20 million are now handed over. So Stallone's like, here we go. Walk of faith. Gotta walk out yep. here. Uh Julianne Moore. Where are you? Where you, you got that gun from him, right? Like, he doesn't can, have a sniper rifle, I do right? I walk, right? I'm going to walk right out this door directly into the line of fire where I know he is. Hopefully you got this gun. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have the gun. No, she doesn't. So he looks up, makes eye contact with Banderas, sees him up there, and is like, oh, fuck. My plan didn't work. Yeah. To which I'm screaming at the movie, not just here. But for the previous 20 or so minutes where we had to sit through all this shit, uh-huh. you went in the bank. You said you're doing a $20 million transaction. Okay. They were very impressed. Yeah. They're bringing you coffee. They were sitting you down, waiting on your hand and foot. You couldn't ask them to sneak you out a back door. Hey, uh, there's a lot of money I got in my hands right here. Uh, maybe you think we can do a discreet walk out the back door yeah <laughs> not part of anybody's no. plan no not never addressed never a throwaway line like i know it sounds stupid but you're probably going to be thinking about it so here's why there's only one way in and yeah. one way in out of this fucking bank they're, they're, never they're, never they're, addressed movie never addresses they're renovating the other side <laughs> of the building something. and this is the only exit something like, fucking stupid show guys working with like a scissor lift or some yeah. shit jesus fucking christ so uh yeah, Banderas just about to take the shot. Julianne Moore is like, over here, motherfucker. Silent little pistol shots. Yeah. She shoots him, wings him like in the shoulder, I think. Yeah. And then like he flips around. He's doing pop, 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 pop at her. Yeah. Just pop, 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 pop. They're running around. 
there, I guess this was kind of a character moment here that was built in because Stallone gave her the gun earlier. He's like, hey, just in case you're going to need a gun. She's like, no, I would never shoot a gun. I'm yeah. not going to shoot a gun ever in my life. It's kind of like that under siege moment where she's like, I don't kill people. I don't date rock stars. Yeah. And then she ends up having to kill people with a gun. Right. So she's got the same character arc as the stripper from under siege in this movie. Ooh. They pretty much ripped it off wholesale. Almost. So Stallone's like, fuck, it's chaos. Uh, Banderas is like, fuck, it's chaos. We got to have a big fucking final shootout inside right. this dilapidated hotel. We're going to be shooting very, very silent, very quiet little bullets at each other over and over again. Stallone's like, let me run back to that hotel. I want to be a part of this gunfight. Mm-hmm. I would have just pieced out that $20 million at that point. Probably. Let, let that chick who uh, I've known for two days and that guy who uh, clearly wants to kill me. Just go at it in there, and I'll just right. disappear with this $20 million. Probably. And the cat. He probably would take care of the cat. Oh, he's, he's got to. Guy. He's got to. Fucking, he's falling in love with that cat. Right. Um, so anyways, uh, popcorn, basically, is what's going on yeah. for the next, like, we're just smashing through walls and shooting at each other, diving around. Having a good time. Banderas really. is just pissed and screaming threats at everybody, frothing at the mouth. Just He's very fun. Stallone does that George Costanza, like, uh, dainty leap over a puddle thing yeah. at one point when he's, like, trying to, like, clear a room, like, around a corner. Is he, like, uh, over this little hole in the floor? <laughs> it looked very dainty. I'm surprised he let that, let that stay in the movie. Well, Apparently, he wasn't in the editing room. Yeah. Uh, they're sneaking around trying to get out there. There's, fuck, Banderas is hanging out in the ceiling, they find out. Stallone yep. takes a shot. He's, he got a bullet in the shoulder or whatever. But then Banderas falls and smashes through a bunch of glass. And then smashes through a balcony. Yeah. And then lands like four stories below on the ground, just covered in rocks and dirt and just bleeding. So Everywhere. Basically, he's dead at this point. And you're like, oh, that was a anticlimactic end to that guy. He just kind of took a shot at Stallone, lost his footing, and then fell to death because he was clumsy. Yeah. It seems weird. Matt, we got a twist, though, brother. What's up? There's a lot of a lot of shit from the beginning of the movie maybe you didn't remember about. What? It's going to come back right now. Not Nikolai. That's right. Just when they were going to make sure Banderas is dead, couple couple more little silence bullets coming out of what? nowhere. What's going on? It's Nikolai. He wasn't dead 15 years ago. Oh, He's still alive. Oh, no. How? How could this be? Uh, so I wrote, he ain't dead, brother. He ain't kind dead. Of a, kind of an inside joke. Nobody else knows why that's funny but us. But it uh, sure is. So uh, he, he comes in and he's like, that's no way to talk to a lady. And it's like, what? That's what the computer oh. guy's been saying on the other end of the oh. AOL chat line the whole time. He's been manipulating everybody. He's, he's been the one. Oh. To what end, I don't understand. Or why they crossed each other 15 years ago yeah. or why he's waited 15 years to come back for his revenge or he needs what it had to do with information or the Dutch So he can have a sex change, I think. Yeah, this is what it is. But uh, yeah, uh, he's like, oh, I know you always shoot people in the heart, Sylvester Stallone, so I wore armor over my heart so I wouldn't die. Stallone's like, that was a pretty good plan. Maybe that should have been part of my plan. Uh, Forget walking out the back door. Maybe I should have at least, like, had a bulletproof vest or something on again. Would have helped Now that I think about it, my whole plan, everything I did today, wasn't very smart. There's a lot of different things that could have gone wrong. I was pretty, pretty lucky I'm still alive at this point in the movie, quite frankly. Either way... I got this money. I don't want to do the job no more. Yeah, so uh, he's just like, mm, fucking standoff. I don't know. They're talking back and forth at each other. Nikolai's like, um, I'm going to fucking kill you, man. Yeah, uh, I got the disc. I, I got I got everything. I got the disc. I got, like, you got the money. I'm going to kill you and take the money. I'm going to last man standing. 
Mm-hmm. Banderas, though, is just like, you got the disc, you got the money, you're going to be number one, motherfucker. I want to be number one. That's my whole character. He does. So he fucking pulls out his little silent pistol. He fucking shoots Nikolai. Ooh. Same time, Stallone grabs his little... The assassins are teaming up, Matt. Yeah. They're a team of assassins now is what's happening. They both blew the shit out of Nikolai. They do. But then they got their guns pointed at each other because they still oh, don't trust each no. other. It's like fucking, you can shoot me, you can shoot me. Popcorn, popcorn. Yeah. But they have a little talk. Fucking uh, Electra is like, hey guys, come on. We've been through a lot. Yeah. Like, you're not going to still kill each other, right? He's retiring. That makes you number one. Like, fucking you're happy. it all works out. We're going to disappear. It all fucking works out, man. Banderas is like, all right, I agree. Take have, that twenty million and leave. Have fun buying that second cat. <laughs> no fucking way. He's letting them walk out of there with that no. twenty million. He's, He's born the second night. greatest assassin. He in wasn't the world. born last night. Exactly. So right when Stallone turns around, and tries to walk away, he pulls out his fucking gun, points it at Stallone's head, and he's like, "Ah, motherfucker, I lied. Ju- fucking blow your head off and be number one." Luckily, Julianne Moore is like, "I got it. I'm gonna put on sunglasses so you can see everything I that's know, happening." I panicked like a fool in any other moment in this movie and been completely out of my element. But right now, I got a slick move. Yeah, let me put on these '90s cyberpunk mirror shades. Yeah, you're gonna be able to shoot backwards, fucking smoke bandairs without Ooh. even having to turn around. It's Ooh. a cool move. It's like some cowboy movie shit right there. Fucking shoots through his his coat, his own coat. Back in the back, so he's dead. These guys are like, all right. We got 20 million. We got a cat. Let's go buy another cat and then be in love. You'll retire. I'll retire. I don't really know what we're going to fill our lives with other than these cats because we have no other connections or interests or personalities other than hacking and assassinating. You got 20 million. You'll hopefully, it out. hopefully taking care of these cats is going to be enough to keep us together. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. Uh, Probably start a Papa John's. They might. Uh, Franchise one. They walk out, movie's over, a weird cover of Like a Rolling Stone, done by the Rolling Stones, plays over the end credits. That sure does. Seems completely tonally at odds with everything else going on yeah. in the rest of the movie, but I guess we had another Rolling Stones song at the beginning, so they were just like, yeah, I'm Richard Donner, like, I got some pull, let's shell out for some Rolling Stones tracks. Yeah. Why not? Doesn't really have anything to do with Assassins, but let's do it. And he did. Also, uh, what I wrote here is, uh, if by my count, mm-hmm. the number one assassin who was killed by the number two assassin who then went away but then came back, mm-hmm. so maybe is a number one assassin. He's dead. Yeah. The number one assassin's dead. The number two assassin, the one that killed him. Who's the number one assassin left in the world now, Matt? We need to find out in Assassin's 2, probably. Ooh, yeah. Where the fuck is Assassin's 2? How did it never happen? Who was nipping at Antonio's heels? Seems weird that we never got it, but we never did. That's Assassin's. Let's take a break. Let's hear some coming attractions. When we come back, Assassin's will enter Judgment Day. will become Rock the Boat. He's a man of mystery. Seems everything about you smoking nervous, Jack. All I can tell you is I ain't always been a cop. Now, to protect himself and his family. Take the kids upstairs. A man of peace has declared war. I don't appreciate being threatened. I don't like it. Nobody. Nobody threatens me. Steven Seagal, King and Ivory Wayans. The Glimmer Man, rated R. Now playing at a theater near you. 
The greatest feeling you can get in a gym or the most satisfying feeling you can get in the gym is the pump. It feels fantastic. It's as satisfying to me as uh, having sex with a woman and coming. So can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym, I'm getting the feeling of coming at home, I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people, I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm in heaven. Oh, yeah, those summer, summer nights, you know? It is nighttime now. Uh, the sun has set as we've been recording. Yeah. Transitioned into kind of a chill mode. I've gone from drinking coffee to drinking coffee with booze in it. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's how you settle down for an evening of rolling around restlessly in uh, a bed, uh, not being able to get any sleep. You still doing that? Oh, yeah, I'll be doing that for the rest of my life, for, for sure. Shit's, I think that we can go away. That shit's gay, man. Hell yeah. Gay? Mad Judgment Day is when we go out to the internet. You should try micro to, uh, See who's number one and who's number two. Get you on some uh, What's going on here? It's, uh, we get some people. Are you on the Assassin database? That's right. Uh, go, I didn't know you had access. Assassin Museum, and we have uh, oh. did some research going on here. I dug up some one Ninja Star reviews of Assassins. I dug up some five Ninja Star reviews mm. of Assassins. We're going to read them. We're going to think about them. We're going to ultimately make our final judgments as to what we feel about this film. Okay. Let's get into it. Let's fucking, let's fucking get through this shit, this is, man. This is new. I'm excited. First one Ninja Star review. Uh-huh. For people who did not like this movie. This one is from an IMDb user named Cinema Admirer. All right. They say, what can one write about assassins? Excuse me. Wow. That was a straight bourbon burp. It's so bad that almost every scene should be torn apart for its stupidity. Wow. Yet the whole movie doesn't deserve 50 words of a review. Ironically, this is going to go on to be like a few hundred words yeah, of a couple, review. Yeah, a couple paragraphs long. The story is much more simple than it pretends to be. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Two assassins are given the very same task by some mysterious employer. One of the killers suffers from an old veteran willing, an old veteran willing to retire cliche. Oh yeah. The other hitman, however, is a young flamboyant rookie. Doesn't this characterization recall a much better directed by Donner, Lethal Weapon? Ooh. Needless to say. Those cardboard characters are going to clash more than once, and I'm sure you're dying to find out the final result. I am. The horrible script, filled with more than standard amount of cliches, plot holes, logical flaws, and contempt for laws of physics, wow. has pretty much given up any attempt at credibility in the first half an hour. The quote-unquote evil hitman, Banderas, escapes arresting by police officer. He can be hiding anywhere, yet our quote-unquote hero assassin, Stallone, only needs to steal a cab and wait for a passenger willing to reach an airport? Miraculously, he turns out to be Banderas? Mm-hmm. Coincidence of such proportions wouldn't a five-year-old. But it's good enough for those allegedly adult writers of assassins. Wouldn't a five-year-old, Matt? Huh. Who, one may ask, is given the questionable credit for writing this nonsense? Two names shouldn't come as a surprise. Andy and Larry Wachowski. Wow. Two of the biggest hacks of modern cinema. After getting way too much praise for Matrix... They thought every junk they produce will spawn a similar religious following. 
It seems they were terrible writers before 1999, just not as self-indulgent. Wow, man. A bit more surprising is the third name in the bunch, Brian Helgeland, the Academy right? Award winner for L.A. Confidential. I know. It's up to debate how great the script for Curtis Hanson's noir film really was. Surely a work of genius compared to Assassin's, though the rest of his career wouldn't prove such quality. Yeah. Obviously, a script as bad is still a pile of paper, which should never be brought to life. Okay. Who takes responsibility here? Surprisingly, again, a few acclaimed names. And with the exception of miscast Julianne Moore, experienced in making action films. Got Should to. we praise Stallone, Banderas, or Donner for their mild competence? Or maybe we should mock them for embarrassing themselves. I didn't find their effort as a saving grace of this. He puts quotes around so many words, I'm just not even going to indicate what they are anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. just senseless how many things he puts quotes around. Yeah. As much as they fall from grace for oh, them. Oh, no. Yeah. To conclude. Uh-huh. This way too long review. Yeah. Assassins is an awful movie. That wasn't even my end. He, he wrote he wrote, he wrote that? Yeah, oh, right. okay. Which asks to be annihilated. Luckily, to accomplish this mission, you don't need to hire one or two killers. All you have to do is change the channel. <laughs> one ninja star. <laughs> Cinema admirer. Oh, you're calling ham on this person? Uh, just for that. a lot of points. Just for that ending. Mm-hmm. That ending was ham. That changed the channel line. Yeah. That was pretty bad, but yeah. they built up to it, man. Oh, sure. This next one, uh, I like this one because they didn't need so many words yeah. to make their point, let you know how they felt about assassins. They're just going to get straight to the point. This is a letterbox like. user named Lauren Emmett. Mm-hmm. One ninja star. Lauren Emmett, who says, more like ass-assins. Well One played. ninja star. Well Played. Somebody had to do it. Somebody had well to do it. Played. It was out there. It was yeah. it was out there on the table. Somebody had to do it. Take it. And they lob them across the plate. Some people Take it. fucking big fans of assassins, apparently. There's Makes some sense. people out there on the internet that legitimately give this one five ninja stars. First person okay. who does is a letterboxed user named Alan Pitt. Who Pitt. says Mr. Pitt. My review. This film is now on DVD. Oh. And the first thing I find surprising that this film didn't make any profit. Actually, to be kind, this film made a $20 million loss. Oh. Not by my research. Yeah, right. Which doesn't do this film justice, in my opinion. The storyline is compact and fluent. Well. With very natural-looking, action-packed scenes. I found the taxi scenes to be inspiring. A stroke true. of genius. Hell, and very okay. comical. Sylvester Stallone and Antonio Banderas are a wonderful pairing. They sure are. The way they just feed off each other from a dialogue point of view is mm. outstanding. And more importantly, they work hard on the art form of hitting each other. Okay. Do they have a hand-to-hand fight? No, 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 no. I think it's all pistols. And... If, and I stress if, there is to be a third and final Expendables film, I would recommend Sylvester oh. Stallone gets Antonio Banderas on board. Oh. That's a big get. So would I recommend this film? Yes, absolutely. All right. My buzz of ultimate awesomeness. Five Ninja Stars. Okay. From Letterboxd user, Alan Pitts. Did they do a third Expendables and was Antonio Banderas in it? Definitely a third Expendables and they were already like scraping the bottom of the barrel. So if he wasn't in any of those, sad for him, man. Thought he was in like the second one. Sad for him. My final... Five Ninja Star review this week comes from uh, an IMDb user named 
Gohans 108. Gohans 108? That's right. All they right. say, This movie started off nicely. Maybe a little slow, mm. but still a nice start. It had a good storyline, and not even Sylvester Stallone screwed it up. Ouch. <laughs> That's hurtful. The actors were not bad. The directing was pretty good. In fact, I really enjoyed this movie. Oh. Until the ending. Oh. There were many opportunities for this movie to have a good ending. However, it took the quote-unquote Hollywood route to being predictable and unsatisfying. Overall, I still enjoyed the movie, but I was highly disappointed in the way the ending happened when there were so many opportunities to have a better ending than it did have. Put up or shut up, man. What are all your ideas for the fucking ending? Jesus Christ. I recommend this movie, but not as highly as I was hoping to. I'd give it about a 7 or an 8 in that range. Five ninja stars from Gohan. Wait, what? 108, who apparently doesn't understand how to fill out the rankings to make it reflect oh, okay. what you said in the body of your review. Yeah, I, I don't that's know. Right. It doesn't that's seem okay. like it. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. It got away from him. A little bit. It does every once in a while. Yeah. You, can't, you can't stay on top of these things all no. the time, Matt. No. Matt, you've heard a lot of shit about this movie now. Uh-huh. We've said a lot of shit about this movie now. I'm going to turn the floor over to you and just uh, let you have at it. Nate, mm. I thought this shit was real cool when I saw it in 95 or whatever yeah, the fuck. Too. I was really like, fucking cool. I was like, this is a pretty cool action movie with some real stuff going on, some real substance. And uh, now revisiting it, you know, 20 plus years later. A long time. Come to realize. Been a long time, been you a know, long time, been a long What looked at substance was mm-hmm. just, you know, fake, all pomp, no circumstance. Wow. That little kids love and think is heavy shit. Uh, I'm poo-pooing here, but we've already pointed out the issues. Way too fucking long. Oh, yeah. Uh, said it. If they would have just... It, it, like Donner himself, if he would have just been like... Hey, you kids wrote a very nice story here. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to show you how Hollywood works. We're, We're going to get rid edit of the shit half of, of this bullshit. Just edit the fucking shit and out make of a nice, script. crisp 90-minute action Basic movie. idea? Two yeah. best assassins in the world yeah. trying to out-assassin each other? Yeah. Great. Let's leave it there, Great. though. Let's just leave it right there and strip all the other crap. I don't know. What if we have a computer hacker? They can wear mirror shades and pleather and we can get the internet involved. And I'm fine with even having like a hacker thing happen. Fucking love hackers, bro. But yeah, they just, it gets too cute and it tries to build its own universe when it doesn't need to do because you got two of the biggest stars in the universe at the time. So much Antonio Banderas and Stallone. And God damn it, I love them both here. Mm. Antonio Banderas is charming, charming, charming. Over and he's the, the bad guy. Wild. And I love him here. Julianne Moore's looking good and doing all right. Mm. It's 95. She's at the top of her game. Peak Moore. You know, and fucking Stallone, again, his quiet intellectual Button type down, characters. Wearing a lot of ties. I love when he does these characters. I don't know if it's just because... My old man kind of dressed that same way oh, wow. that at sounds, the same time, you know. For you, sure. They had the same build, hitting the gym a lot, making sure chest and arms were good. Five eight. It's an upper body just industry, it in, Matt. You know, right? Working in an upper body industry, right? Yeah, it's all it is. Uh, whatever, whatever the case may be. Maybe I got some Freudian thing here where it's, you know Stallone's making me think of my dad. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? Either way, it's enjoyable. 
because of the actors in it, Nate. Mm, okay, yeah. But it's still not super enjoyable. It's, I don't know, struggling with it. I don't know if I want to go two and a half or three. Wow. I like it, but I don't know still, how much I like it. Still this deep into the podcast. I don't know how much I hate it. I guess two and a half. Two and a half. It was too fucking Ninja long. Stars. Too fucking long, for fucking sure. Uh, I liked I gotta, it, though. I got to echo everything you said, man. Uh, I think the action scenes are well-directed. They're good. Really the good. first half an hour when fun. it was just all action scenes, I was pretty into it. I like Banderas. Stallone. You like you him know, too, you, huh? You know, Stallone. You agree? Silent Can't intellectual. get on board when he's doing his uh, well-dressed intellectual I'm sorry? characters. It's, it's well, what, as, what characters of his do you like? Kind of like him with matchsticks in his mouth, cutting pizzas with scissors. It's kind of the Stallone I'm into. Yeah. Way too long, as you said. The script is just... God, I'd love to see it actually as printed out as a script and read it. It's probably it's, so much longer. It's like, oh, this is terrible. The script is terrible. The Wachowskis suck. Yeah, they They're do. the worst. How did they ever get fucking famous? Yeah. Just because, like, The Matrix was, like, had a couple camera tricks up its sleeve that people hadn't I seen before. Jesus Christ. These guys fucking suck. Uh, I was super bored throughout the entire second half of this movie. I'm a little bit under you. I'm going to two ninja stars. Yeah. Bad movie, not incompetent, just a bad movie. Is what's right. For Assassin's. Right. Just doesn't know how to get out of the way of itself. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, so wow. that's it for this week. What do we got coming up next week, man? Uh, we're going to take an entire week, and then we're going to come back here in Baby Will and Blow Studios. We're going to do some more shit. Just cover a movie. Just do a little movie. So how about let's not just do a little movie? How thinking? about let's fucking switch shit up? Let's what? throw a fucking flash grenade into this podcast. Fucking freak what? everybody out. Let's do a first time ever thing. We're going to be talking The Glimmer Man. Oh, We're going to be talking shit. Steven Seagal. We're going to be talking one of the Waynes brothers. Mm. But we're going to be talking about it as we watch the movie, as it turns out. It's not going to be the normal format. Man. We're switching it up for a week. We're doing the first ever watch-along episode. Don't watch The Glimmer Man before you listen to this. Cue it up. Watch it with us as Tur- we're fucking doing we'll the shit, We'll tell you man. when we hit play. All that we're shit. We're going to do all that shit, man. All that shit, man. Man, I don't know. That's a fucking week away. I don't think I'm going to catch you any got a sleep lot of between time now and then, man. I'm fucking just excited thinking about it. Oh, Christ. It's all jittery. Oh. All the coffee we've been drinking. Next week won't come soon enough, but make sure you're tuning in to watch Glimmer Man with us on Baby Oil and Blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own, and it hurts when they tear your dreams apart. Use a friend